Good afternoon, everyone. I am Jay Podolsky. Jack. Jack Cloudman. We are here for the post-racing team season show. We are here at the Nassau County Fundraiser. And today's fundraiser, half the proceeds are going to Benny from South Hempstead, whose uh, house went on fire about two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, I think a little bit less, but yeah, for anyone that doesn't know, uh, you guys know Benny's raced a long time, uh, the Rascals, and uh, he had an unfortunate uh, accident, his, his house burned down, so I, it's really nice that uh, Nassau is stepping up to, uh, to donate, give him half the proceeds from this fundraiser, so... Yeah, it's definitely a great idea. Uh, I know there's a GoFundMe site, so go to the GoFundMe site and uh, you just search Benny from Benny South Hempstead. Uh, if you can go on there and uh, if you can't make it down here today, uh, do some donations online. It'd be greatly appreciated and uh, it's a good thing to support our own. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he could use all the help he can get right now. So yeah, if anyone if anyone can donate, it would be greatly appreciated. And if you are sitting at home and you want to come down, we're at Manning's Bar on Old Country Road in Call Place, right across from Best Buy. Uh, $40. All you can eat and drink. Uh, so today we're going to go over basically our season in review. Uh, we're going to have, I guess all year we've been doing a question, especially at the end of the year we did uh, the best racing shots. We have one today. Uh, today's question is, what is your drill team or racing superstition? What do you do before a run or before a tournament? If you want to send in a text, it's 631-495-5008. That's 631-495-5008. So, Jack, I have a couple. Do you? Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I, I'm sure I have a few weird things that I that I did before shots. Uh, I, I know uh, the hydrant coupling uh, tournaments. I always had to retape it. I, I couldn't. Uh, I never ran with the same tape that was on it in practice. And it's funny because I wouldn't tape it all week in practice, but in the tournament I always had to put fresh tape on it. And, and you still uh, run with it practice, and you were fine yeah, to practice fine with it. Practice. But you, you gotta I, do I run it. Eight, eight shots in practice, and uh, it didn't bother me. But in the tournament I had to retape it, so that's that's one. I mean, my some of my stuff is uh, I have the same racing bag that I started racing with. It's ripped holes. I won't change it. To this day, still run until I still have the same exact racing bag. I won't change it. Uh, that's uh, another one actually. Uh, Going back to hydrant, I, I, I spoke to a lot of hydrant men about this too. A lot of guys, you're hitting with a coupling, and it's getting worn, and you know it's time to switch it. But you've been running well with it, you don't want to change it. So sometimes maybe you just keep you keep moving it and moving it and moving it, jumping a little more, a little more, try to stick with it as long as you can. Yeah, and and then, and then, I mean, as you can go on list and list. I mean, I'm I'm a pretty. I think most racing guys are superstitious. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it, you know, even watching guys, and I, I kind of watch it this year, watch a little stuff at the state tournament, certain guys do during a national anthem, a few guys do before a run, you know, they, they'll do the same exact movement before they get on the rig. It's kind of funny on how we run this sport and um, little stuff like that, which doesn't really make a difference. <laughs> oh, well, it don't make a difference does, either way. It, it might, does to it the person to who's running. <laughs> yeah. Some people might find it funny when you look down. I don't, I don't know if this is a superstition, but it's, it's kind of like packing your own parachute and, uh, and sea ladder. I would always put my own strap on when I was throwing. Yeah, well, you know, I, the I, same I, thing. Sea ladder, I didn't care. Sea ladder, I, I made sure that thing, I, I put it on, I made sure it was good to go. Yeah, even if I, I even put the ladder rack on in sea ladder, I would check if the pins were on right three times. Why we're going around, we were like the sixth team in line, and well, right before we got in line, make sure the pins were still in the same place. A little OCD. Move. Yeah, a little, a little OCD. OCD. <laughs> which, which most, uh, I think... 
Actually, if you go into a, more of the skill positions, I think a lot of guys are very OCD on their skill positions. Yeah, I know. I, I, I've seen people, you know, hit hit the rungs a couple times or, you know, do their own little little routines. But I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of them out there. If anyone wants to chime in, I'm sure there's some good ones. Yeah, so definitely give us a call. Uh, give us the text message at 631-495-5008. So, the 2015 racing season. The state tournament of state tournaments? I mean, that's what we're going to call it? I, I, I got to say, you know, I, I spoke to my dad, and years ago, I know a lot of the uh, a lot of the state tournaments when there was a lot of teams, and, you know, I, I don't know if, I, I don't know if more competitive is the right word, but it just it seemed like a lot of the older state tournaments came down to a lot of teams having a chance to win in buckets. I, I mean, I've heard stories of six, seven teams having a shot going in. But in modern-day racing, well, you know, in the last 20 years, you almost never see that. And I kind of thought we were never going to see it again. But lo and behold, last year. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, uh, having West Hempstead roots, you have? Sitting there watching them run their shot, they put up a number? I, You know, at, at first I'm saying uh, it's not looking good. And then as team after team went, I'm starting to say, holy, there's, there's a shot here. This is, <laughs> this is unbelievable. But... Unfortunately for uh, for West Hampshire, it didn't work out. But that was that was pretty wild. Seven seven or eight teams having a shot to win in buckets. Yeah, it's, it seems like all day long. No one really like like oh I want this I want this and it's just it just was going by. It was running back and forth back and forth. It was you know sitting in a and watching. I mean like you we sat and watched and sitting to watch it. Imagine being some of those teams when you when you're sitting on the line waiting because you know the nerves. I don't care how senior you are. The nerves the, the nerves are running when you're getting on the line. You know your adrenaline's pumping up and. You're getting online to run, and it's. I I had the I had the pleasure of running uh, buckets one time in, in my career first state tournament. We were down, but it, it is definitely intense. I'll say is, is it worth? Yeah, yeah. I had I had that same experience in Roslyn. You know, in 2000 in Roslyn, we had a shot to win it. I mean, I think there were six teams that day that could have won that tournament, and to get on the line, and we were running at the end. So you know, uh, to get on the line and go to run that shot is uh, it's it's a pretty amazing feeling. So I guess we're gonna uh, we're gonna go into that state drill a little bit later. Um, we had a whole season of county points, which a lot of people, when you speak to them, is a very tough thing to do than just than just winning one tournament. I mean, county points means you're good all year long. That's true. Um, you know, we we, we run uh, we run all four areas, run their point totals, and it's just an interesting to watch and to see where they're um, <clears throat> where they're gonna be. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll just start off with, with Nassau County, you know, in the fastest times in the year in Nassau. You know, this year in three-man ladder, we had the West Hempstead Westerners running a 6.53 at the Lindenhurst Tournament and the Central Isop Tournament. Was that, that was really the fastest time in Nassau In Nassau County, it was 6.53. Wow. And then we move over <laughs> to B ladder. Nassau team's got to work on that three-man ladder. Yeah, there's, there's a little working on three-man ladder. You know, when, when we compare it to the state, it was a uh, 6.23 by the Central Islip Hobos. And then we go to B-Ladder, a 5.09, also held by the uh, West Hempstead Westerners. Okay, well, that's that's a little more like it. <laughs> you know, a nice shot. The fastest time in the state this year was a 5-flat, and that was by West Sable. Mike Mara, the climber the, of climbers. The, the, the king. The king. <laughs> uh, you know, you know one of those buttons had a 4 on it. Uh, I'm sure. I, 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 you know, from from a, a couple other people, I heard there was there was a lot of watches in the stands that had a, a bunch of fours on them. So, uh, you know, we could we could talk about Mike all day long with racing numbers and and careers uh, 
you know, my opinion, best climber of all time. Uh, best, yeah, one say, of the best racing men of all time. I'd probably say the best racing, racing man of, man of all, time. all time. I mean, that's, that's debatable, but not, uh, I don't know, the uh, best I've ever seen. No, no doubt about it. So now we go into the Sea Ladder Contest in Nassau. It was an 889 by West Hempstead. Uh, good shot, state tournament. Uh, was followed by the I Isle believe, of I believe actually both of those were in the state tournament. They were West both Hempstead, in the state yeah. tournament, yeah. And uh, Ice of Wolves came down, and they ran a uh, same state, same day, ran an 880. Yep. Two very good times in Celada, especially. I don't know. Last year we saw a bunch of eights, but we were coming. We're not in the. We were coming out of the eights. We didn't have eights. I think for one year we didn't even run an eight. To yeah, it or not. Uh, yeah, I think it was, or maybe there was one at the very end of the season. Right. But I mean, the, the, com- the numbers in Celada are coming down now. They're yeah. coming back down into the eights, and that's when that you know makes that. Uh, 871 state record, kind of impressive. I mean, uh, you know. I think we, we've had some changes with the sea trucks, and I guess now everyone's getting used to the adjustments, and now they're, they're figuring out how to how to cut that time down again. So, you know, it takes a little getting used to when yeah. you make changes like that. You know, it happened with the hose back in the day when they retired the records in the 70s. It took a while for the hose records to come. Um, I think the, well, the efficiency record still hasn't broken at Sea Iran with the, uh, with the older hose. So. That's I, I I talked with a bunch of people about this. I I said it was I can't remember and, and even you know going back to the 70s I, was Central Ice Up ever not the best efficiency team on the court? Yeah I don't I don't know you got <laughs> you got I mean there's some teams that ran some numbers but they're still they're, just amazing. They're so so now we're gonna go into the CO's competition. Uh, Port Washington Roadrunners in Nassau County ran a, a 12:38 impressive time. Uh, Fastest time of year by Bayshore, 12.35. So close oh, so right that's, there. That's right there, right there. Uh, B. Hose, West Hempstead, you know, state record holders, current state record holders, uh, 7.66 at the Labor Day drill. And uh, fastest time of the year is by those hobos again. Hobos again, right? 7.59. 59, I believe, yeah. And uh, I don't, I remember watching the shot. It uh, could have been better. Yeah, well, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to bust Ryan's chops too much, but uh, you know, maybe, maybe could have, could have hit the target a touch better. But well, a touch better, but another impressive shot. The 759, same. you're not going to complain about it. No, and even a 66, you're not going to complain about either. No. Uh, so now we're going to go into the Nassau sheet. Actually, is is wrong. Merrick that we have down is the fastest time at 886, but North Belmore actually ran an 882 at the Hempstead Invitational. Right. Um. And the fastest time of the year, once again, by, uh, I won't even have to tell you the team's name, <laughs> uh, Centralized Apobos. Let me, let me guess. <laughs> uh, an 8.52. Um, that's an impressive efficiency shot. Yeah, they, well, they might be disappointed with that. They probably ran about five, five or ten of those in that, in that range. But. I mean, you look, at the state, <laughs> you look at the state record in that event, an 8.40. Yeah. Uh, you know, we ran, uh, my team, Belmont, first eight we ever ran, we ran an 8.9. And we're jumping for joy. You know, you look at CI, they'd be like, hey, we ran an 8.9. All right. Uh, <laughs> But it just shows you the the difference in uh, in that event. Motor pump. Uh, best time of the year is um, for Nassau is a 6:01 in pump. No fives, huh? No, and that was held by Hicksville. Right. Um, you know, I, I think Nassau tracks most of them are uh, those pressure you know running the hose events, not the pump events. You know, you're not out and I mean we do go out there, but you know we don't run in Riverhead. Uh, right. You know. Those tracks that are CI, yeah, uh, are pump-heavy tracks. I, I talked to you know a couple of a couple of Suffolk guys, you know, Paulie and them on on the arch with the radio show, and I I, I agree. I, I think it's harder for us to run pump and practice, the, you know, where we run, and then and then go out there and run, than vice versa. It's it's a tough adjustment. You just 
you're not used to getting the water that fast, and, and when you're not ready for it, it to, to be consistent and, you know, you might be able to run a big shot, a big number here and there, but it's it's hard to it's hard to be consistent. You know what it is? It's not like it's like any other event. You know, everyone's got to be in unison there. You know, it's not like you're running B-Hose where your nozzle man and, and breaker man just got to go down for the nozzle on. You know, everyone's got to be there. From the guy in the back pulling it, the, the guy on the, on the elbow or on the question mark that's got to go. You know, it's just you're in different spots. you got to get off a lot quicker where you're practicing Hempstead Americ. Your water crowd is nowhere near where you are at, like, Riverhead, you know. And it's a tougher thing because you're talking about a lot more guys you're running with than just two guys up top who are going to put the nozzle on. All right. And also, you know, for the nozzle man, if, if you're used to practicing in Central Islip, if you go to your spot, you're always going to get there if you're in Hempstead and Merrick. Right. But if you're used to going to a spot in Hempstead and Merrick and then you go to Central Islip, yeah, you're not getting there. You ain't getting there. <laughs> no way. So then we got the bucket competition. West Hempstead Western is once again with the fastest time of the year of a 2091. And for the year, it's going to be those uh, centralized of Hobos. Yep. 1973. Not bad. Not, Not bad. bad. Um, I mean, they might have been a faster one. I think they might have been a faster uh, one, but there might have been some issues with a, with a bucket or, but it, or something like that. But those things, those things happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, you never know what it's going to do. So... I you're, mean, you're trying to play, you know, you're trying to get the max out of everything. And then, uh, you know, just, you know, buckets stretch too. every once in a while, you know, something silly happens like that. But uh, not to not to discredit that team. It's unbelievable the way they run buckets, too. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to look at, I mean, basically three man and pump are the ones that are not really in the same ballpark. Right. We're going to say, I mean, but uh, I think Nassau overall had a pretty good year. Yeah. I mean, I, Suffolk had faster times, but not by much. I mean, everything is pretty much right right in the same ballpark, uh, except for, like you said, three-man ladder and then uh, and then buckets. Well, later when we get in the day, I did, did, uh, did something fun. I, uh, Donald Smallwood gave me a list of, uh, we took the four drills that were crossovers this year, which was the State, Lindenhurst, Central Islip, and North Belmore, and we did total points for those four drills. So kind of show where it would have been if we had a Long Island point championship. Right. But we can go over that, um, you know, yeah, when we get later into the while. thing. Uh, total points, which we discussed before, uh, I think is a big accomplishment. You know, it's not something that's uh, to be looked down on. You win a total point championship, you were good all year round, and and that's uh, that's pretty good. Um, so the winners in Nassau this year for three man ladder, B ladder, and C ladder are the West Hempstead Westerners. Um, pretty dominant in the ladders this year. Yeah, they they were good. I and uh, I think there was a I think there was a couple tournaments where they had uh, where they had uh, you know 15. If not, if not, yeah. If not, uh, definitely one, and then maybe one or two others where they had 13 or 14 in the in the Nassau tournaments. But uh, so we're looking at 19 and a half points in three-man ladder. The next closest was the Merrick Buckeyes with six. Right. And we go to B ladder with 21 and a half points. The next closest was Hicksville with 12 and a half. C ladder pretty dominant here, 25 points. The next closest is 16. Right. Uh I'm not going to give them too much credit at three-man ladder, 6.53 being the best time in there. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you look at the, that amount of points, that's a pretty good day yeah. to start. You know, yeah. you guys, that's giving you guys a, a pretty good advantage during yeah. the day when you're starting. And it takes takes a little pressure off the rest yeah. of the day when you get those points early. Uh, you know, we've had this uh, this talk, especially in state tournaments a lot, you know, uh, about trying to chase someone down versus being out ahead. And, 
there was a stretch there for a while of a lot of teams had 14 or 15 points, a lot of state champions almost in a row coming out of ladder, and it's just there's so much pressure on everyone else after that to try and run them down. It's it's just hard to do. Yeah, it just makes you lose. Like you come in the rest of the day, it gives your host team a little bit of chance to you know not putting the pressure on their back, but you know what, you guys got to hit right now. You have no choice. You know. But, you know, maybe sometimes that's a bad thing. You know, some we all like to run under pressure. We all like to run under that thing. We're going to run a shot because all you oh. want to do every day of the week is put a shot up. Well, my, my brother's right next to me. We've, we've talked about this a million times. Give me 15 and ladder and let's see what happens. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I know you want to run under pressure, but but give me the 15 points and ladder and let somebody try and come and get us. So it's a lot easier to win that way. So we're going to go into the hose events. So now, now, now it switches a little bit. We got C-Hose, B-Hose, and Efficiency, and Motor Pump, all won by the Port Washington Roadrunners. Now, when we get into the hose events, it got a lot closer. Uh, we had um, Port Washington and C-Hose with 16.5 points, West Hempstead with 13.5. And I'm sorry, we had actually a tie in B-Hose. It's 14 and 14 between uh, West Hempstead and Port Washington. And motor pump 16 and a half to five, and then efficiency. We had Paul Washington with 12 and a half, and Merrick with 11 and a half. Pretty close and all on all. A lot tighter. A lot tighter on all the hose events. I mean, what, what, why would you think it's tighter on the hose events? I, you think there's more? You know, I personally think there's more to go wrong on ladders. You know, because there's four guys working together. So I think you have to be more of a, uh, you know, more of a consistent unit that's you know working together all the time is that and there's, there's less uh there's less elite climbers you know is yeah. in hose you, you don't have to be fast so to speak you you can just be good at what you're doing whereas ladder there's certain physical attributes you have to have in order to be a good climber i mean i could be the, the most technically great climber in the world you know what i'm running in b ladder a, a right. 750 you know because it's all about speed you know i guess you know, when it comes down to it your climb is making a break in you. actually probably well, not jack, a 750. jack there's, there's no chance of you being a good climber <laughs> exactly so we're gonna go in a bucket contest and another kind of runaway 18 points for the westerners and there's one two three four teams with 11 uh you know west hempstead i'm gonna say in nassau the best bucket team Almost uh, right now in Nassau, there's not anyone who's close to them. To be on, to my personal opinion, no one would be close. A lot to them. of teams were getting better though. As yeah. They're getting better, but to be on the level of West Hempstead right now in Nassau, I don't think there's many teams that can compete in that. They're getting there. I don't. I'm not going to tell you they're not going to be there I next saw, year. I saw more teams this year than I have actually in a couple years that are that are progressing in that event that are that are definitely getting better. That event takes a long time to get good at. We've had the same guys on the ladder for a really long time. Uh, the dumper is very important buckets. If you don't have a dumper, it's it's complicated to get good at that event. Now, Ralphie for West Hampton, Ralph is, is a phenomenal dumper. You watch him dump. He's in dead center of the barrel. He's putting those buckets. He's not losing a drop of water on the top, and which is, we all say, we don't want to lose any water. Mm. I mean, the whole thing. But the dumper is someone who loses a lot of water if you watch guys who are off. Right. Ralphie's been dumping for how long? Forever. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's the thing is you're saying keeping a ladder team together. We need you need your ladder teams together. You could see it when you even you switch one guy. I mean, sometimes you get lucky, you get a guy in there that can run, but switching that one guy, it's just such a unit that's working together, and you get into a flow. I mean, we all ran on ladder and buckets, yeah. and getting into a flow is the biggest part of running buckets. Also, doing it the right way, you have right. to you have to learn how to do it the right way to be good in buckets. I mean, a lot of teams they just don't know how to run the, the event either. Uh, 
So we get into total county points for Nassau County. West Hempstead Westerners are your winners with 127.5 points, which is pretty good. <laughs> it's a good number. Yeah. I mean, uh, I believe they had it locked up in B ladder at Labor Day. Uh, second place is the Paul Washington Roadrunners with 86.5 points. Then you have the New High Park Termites with 79.5 points. The Hicksville Hicks with 33.5. And in fifth place, the North Belmont Rinky Dinks with 29. That's a team who's uh, starting to make a little comeback. Yeah, you know what? To speak to that, uh, over, the, over the top five, one, West Hampstead has been good for, I think they've, what is this, the third or fourth year in a row that the county points? Yeah, so done four or four years in a row. Very well. Paul Washington, I want to give a lot of credit. They, they lost climbers and, and different guys and they still put together a, a really strong year new high park bounce back and and also you know for a while they were hurting a little bit and it, that's a team with a lot of knowledge that also put together a strong year and then hicksville north belmore I mean, keep up the keep up the good work you know they're, they're coming around so yeah, watch them and then you got right on the bubble Merrick buckeyes who i think turned some uh heads this year definitely uh, I think they have they have the, the pieces in place. It's just going to come, like we all say. It, well, it's all you, about practice. I, I can tell you, Jay, those guys came down to our practice a couple nights. They were asking a lot of questions, uh, watching us run. You know, so they're really interested in racing, really trying to get something going, and, and it shows. They're, they're looking good. I mean, they got a lot of good things going on in America. All right, so we're going to move over uh, to the old-fashioned total points. All right, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the fastest times of the year in, uh, in old-fashioned. And you're going to see a big drop in the main events with old-fashioned when you come to three-man ladder. Miller Place at 676. Oh, not, not that far off at Nassau. Yeah. Uh, you get into, into caught ladder, a, a 762, which is a pretty good caught ladder shot. I know you guys are really not the old-fashioned guys, so I might lead on this one a little bit. <laughs> Jay, is, Jay that a, is that a good uh, I'm going, I'm going good to get shot? something to eat. <laughs> uh, we go into running hose. Uh, Freeport Nighthawks uh, ran a uh, 10.58. Well, state record's a 10.30, so yeah, pretty good shot. That's not a bad shot. Uh, we go into running hose replacement. Uh, the state tournament, there was a tie, 1993, between Belmore and Rockville Center uh, for the best time of the year. I mean, that's a lot off the state record at uh, Rockville Center, which is a 17.76. Uh, but uh, no one in the recent, I'll say, five years have run lower than a uh, 18.5. So that, that shows you the record there. The, the, uh, the um, big shot. That big shot. Uh, efficiency replacements, the Miller Place Experiences with a 24.88. Efficiency, the Belmont Ball Breakers with an 890, which I think uh, for an old-fashioned team is considered a pretty decent shot in today's uh, world. I mean, 890 is going to play with uh, the rest of the guys. Where I mean, was that shot run? Uh, in, in Belmont. In North, uh, Merrick, sorry. In Merrick. Uh, I mean, it is a uh, it is an efficiency track. It's a good track great for efficiency. But, uh, you know, Still a great shot. I said that was all first eight, the first eight we ever ran, and they said once you get that, we've been running them in practice. I mean, you know, everyone runs everything in practice, you know. Well, if you, if you take if you take CI out of the equation, that's probably right in the ballpark of, of the shots and efficiency right. this year. Well, I year. can tell you this. West Hempstead did not run an efficiency <laughs> shot all year. We had zero points in efficiency. I was going to get into that when we get into later. Maybe you guys should take some pointers from uh, the Belmore Ball Breakers on efficiency. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, two and a one, uh, 841 we, by the Belmore Ball Breakers. Uh, start state. showing up to their practice. Exactly. Watch them running. Watch them run efficiency. Uh, two and a one and 841 run by Belmont. The state record's uh, 782. Uh, 841 in all fashion's a decent shot. And then I said once it drops down, but not that 
bad on respectability. Buckets, Miller Place with a 22-37. Yeah, I'll give, I'll give some props for that. That's a pretty solid shot. Now, um, if I could tell you the other shots in old-fashioned, you'd laugh. I mean, you could run a 34 and take four. So we're going to go quick over the old-fashioned total points in Nassau. Um, Belmore, 111.5 total points. Uh, second place was the Freeport Dead End Kids with 36. Jay, how many? Is that two years in a row that you guys won? Two uh, years in a row, yeah. Nice. Um, then we have in third place the Limburg Tumbleses with 24. Fourth place the Syosset Night Raiders, which is nice to see them back on the track, running in nine, with 19 points. And Bayville with 18 for fifth place. All right, so now the big question is, when did a Belmore ball break is getting trucks? Um, That's what we want to know. When my Board of Fire Commissioners say yes. <laughs> uh, we ask. We do ask every year. Uh, we have no problem with going. We would like to go motorized. Um, our board, it's something they're not in their, I'm not going to say in their budget. It's not in what they feel is what's right. Um, you, guys, you guys have some talent on your team, though, too. No, we, have, we have a lot of kids on the team. They're learning. Um, you know, it takes, it, you know, we, we go back and we make fun of old-fashioned and all that stuff, but it. It takes a lot to run it. It takes a lot more guys to run it. I got, I got to tell you, sometimes I wonder if it's if it's harder or easier to run motorized than yeah, old-fashioned. Do, doing both, it's a lot easier to run motorized. I'm going to tell you that right now. To be, a, to be a more competitive team, it's a lot easier to run motorized. To be up there with uh, the Freeports, Miller Places, us, to run in, at that level, you need, you know, it's not just four guys in the back of a truck and a driver. You know, you actually need maybe like eight good guys like key guys like to run. put couplings together yeah, put and couplings everything. together and stuff like that I use a St. James example man they, they had like six guys on their team and they used to come in the top five and, right and I mean, Saint, you know, yeah, I mean Saint, they were all racing guys naturally yeah. but you know and, and it comes down to the point is you know we're hoping that old fashioned is a stepping stone to motorize but there are going to be some teams that are just going to be those old fashioned teams they're going right. to be hanging out and being old fashioned teams and you know, unfortunately Belmore is one of them uh, but you know Sometimes I think when we run old fashioned, it's a little more dangerous than motorized too. Oh, it, def- <laughs> it definitely can be. So that basically, uh, and all the point, all the Nassau points, total points, Belmore won all eight events this year, uh, and um, that's gonna clean up that old fashioned part. The old fashioned does do a Long Island total points, which is Suffolk and Nassau for uh, four drills for the year. Um, I'm just gonna do first and second. Belmore had 108.5, and Miller Place had 69. So uh, the Long Island point Blowout. championship. Uh, last year, I, Miller Place did not come to uh, to two drills. Oh, okay. So you know. Well, we don't. We didn't have to mention that, Joe. Yeah, but you have to mention it. But <laughs> you still don't come to the drill. You still don't get points. So. <laughs> so your overall opinion on Nassau County this year? I, I I see some teams see some teams improving. You know, coming along. Uh, especially uh, Port Washington is a, is one that I would keep an eye on right now. Especially losing. Uh, you know, Kyle wasn't there, and I think they were. I, I was hearing down to that third string climber, which he, he actually didn't look bad at all for no, he a, didn't. to be a third string climber. He didn't at all. Uh, like I said, I was, I was impressed with what New High Park did. Uh, you know, considering they they had a, a couple rough years, and but uh, again, I I practiced with them when I raced with Westbury, and they, their they knowledge and and teaching, and that, that goes so far with with getting good fast, especially. And I always say their park. I tell I say this all the time. Their park. Yeah. You know what? They're New High Park. You know, they, you know, you're never gonna come to the tournament and be like, ah, I know my box here. You know, mm-hmm. they're gonna throw numbers up. Yeah. Um, you know, you go down back to 2012. Did anyone think it was gonna be a one-two Nassau finish at the state tournament? I, honestly, uh, I'd like to know the odds in Vegas on that one. Uh, yeah, a one-two finish. You know, 
I think Nassau has some quality teams. Personally, I Jay, I did I did think it was going to be a one-two finish uh, Nassau County at that state tournament. I had a really good feeling that year that it was going to happen. <laughs> you know what? You should actually work in Vegas then and play some odds. <laughs> that would be fantastic. And I will bet through you if you really have that. So uh, I'm going to use you next year. Uh, so we're going to go with the Suffolk County for the year. The fastest times of the year, we kind of went through most of them with the uh, with the fastest times for the year in the state. But Central Islip, a 6.23 in three-man. West Sayville with a five-flat. Mike Mara, that's basically all you could say. Yeah. It's Mike Mara. I mean, they do have a whole team, but it's Michael Mara on the back of a truck. You know you have a chance to run a five. Didn't, uh, hey, when he ran that five-flat, wasn't that the first tournament that he came back off of that hamstring injury, too? I think he was injured for a while, and then he came back and ran that five-flat. I actually flat. think that was before. Was it? It was before. I believe it was before because that tournament was held before or after. I, when, uh, I think it was before. That was North Dolmo's drill was held in, in July, early July. Because remember, North Dolmo's drill moved to the old county weekend. So I think the weekend. I think he, I think Mike got hurt the weekend after that. Um, I think that at the county, I think he got hurt. I'm, I, I'm not positive. I don't so, know if it was the practice. So, I, I don't so maybe know. Maybe maybe he would have run a couple fours this year. Then if yeah, he might have. <laughs> it wasn't. We got the Isle of Wolves and Seelotta with an 880. The Bayshore Redskins with a 12.35 in C-Hose. Central Islip with a 7.59 in B-Hose. Central Islip again in 8.52 in efficiency. That 7.59 was some shot. That was. That was impressive. And we were talking about it a little before. Yeah, Ryan, sorry. But uh, might have been a little better. Could have been. Yeah, a little, a, a, a little up a, on the target just maybe. Touch. Just a touch. <laughs> not very much, but. Not much. Uh, motor pump, a 5.75 by North Londoners. Good pump shot. Yeah. And a 1973 Central Ice Slip in buckets. Hey, you know what I noticed this year, which was pretty weird, in Lindenhurst, right? You figured there was going to be huge numbers run in Lindenhurst this year. Everybody was there. There was going to be huge pump shots run in Lindenhurst. There was really nothing. I mean, the record, the record, oh, well, one of the record holders is from Lindenhurst. That, that was done in Lindenhurst. West Ice Slip, I think that West was. West and when was the other one? What was the other one broke? The uh, CI. Where did CI tie the record? Was that Riverhead, possibly? Possibly I'm, Riverhead. I'm, I'm guessing Riverhead. I don't know if that's right or not. I'm guessing. But, yeah, you, you would think there'd be more pumped around there? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened this year. I mean, if I you look pump, at the times there, it was just a little bit off from what it little, usually is. A little is, down you know? altogether this year. Also not, could not be the, horrible, but the earliness of that drill. I mean, you're, you're not, you know, you're really coming out of the gates. I mean, there are teams that get out there really early, but most teams are just coming out of the gates. Kind of, it's more, like, I'm not saying it's more like a practice, but it is kind of like a practice when you go there. You go in there as practice. This year we came out of the gate, but Nassau was kind of points. Right. You know, and, and and you can see those teams that go out there and practice earlier because you know your county points are coming up early. You know, you know, guys, we got to get out in April now. You know, we got to get up and run in April. But um, so we'll go total points in Suffolk County. Three-man ladder, Central Isle Hobos with 24 points, and then we got B ladder would be the West Sable Flying Dutchman with 19 and a half. C ladder. Once again, the centralized with Hobos with 23 points. We go to C Hoes. Again, the Hobos with 14 points. B Hoes, the Hobos again with 16 points. Efficiency, CI. No, I'm sorry. Efficiency's not. Ready? Efficiency. Islip Wolves, 22 points. Yeah, Islip had a good year in Had efficiency. a good year in efficiency. Had a good efficiency team. Yeah. Um, motor Pump, North Carolina's Piston Knockers with 20 and a half points. And Bucket's pretty close. Uh, you had 
West Sable with 19, Bayshore with 20, and CI with 21. Oh. Let's let's not forget CI was 26, but <laughs> they were 26. <laughs> so the total points of Suffolk County is uh, 152 points for CI, 107 for West Savo, 91 for Islip, 90 for North Lindenhurst, and 78.5 for the Redskins. So Suffolk, the Redskins, dangerous. Start to be scared. Dangerous team. I mean. Their juniors just come off their fourth consecutive state championship. Yep. Uh, junior program is uh, pretty big. It is, and, and they they have a lot of talent on that team. And, again, it's another team, a lot of knowledge, been good for a long time. They teach them the right way to run, and that, that's a that's a scary team. They are, and just, just watching them, you know, and talking to a couple of them after the state tournament, a little down. Heartbreaking. 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 Is, that, is that a lesson to some young guys? I mean, having it, just think about having it in your grasp. Yeah. It's, it's there. Well, I them, mean, them, them and, and North London. And North London. I mean, but just, just like, North London is a very, you know, a team that's there, their experience, their yeah. thing. But for a younger team, you know. You know, there's a, it's a debate. I don't know. Sometimes sometimes ignorance is bliss, and, and sometimes it's, you know, sometimes the opportunity, it gets the guys. The opportunity doesn't happen very often, it as doesn't. we all know. It doesn't. And it, when it's there and you don't grab it. So, uh, it's a pretty horrible feeling. I, I will say it's a lot of racing guys. I, I think it was Paulie that said it. As you know, for the state tournament, from a spectator standpoint, it was awesome. But there's six six teams kicking themselves in the ass right now, saying we could have won that tournament. I don't know. You know, you, you think about it. Do you, like, do you even want to come down a track sometimes? <laughs> You're like, I don't even know if I want to come down a track. <laughs> and, and, to, and to give credit, but West Sable, what a what a clutch, what a clutch bucket shot at, at that point. You know, unbelievable. You know, you, they come down, but that, you know, that's where you say the experience comes in. You right. know what? They came up. You watch them on the line. Because I watched. That's the one thing I was watching, just sitting on the sideline, is watching the teams come up, and you can see. You know, especially those later teams. Like you guys, West Hempstead had the out. You guys were right there. You just put your number up and have a good day. You know, now these guys coming up are like, all right, th- you know what you got to be. You're trying to think in your head. And it's got to be in your head. No matter what you say, all right, I know we can run this number. And, you know, it's in your head. But sometimes with that seniority, they just get there. You know, right, we're going to run our shot. We're going to run what we can it. run, that's and we're going to have a great day. Run and your shot. That's what they did. They came up. They put their shot up. Yep. And they won the state championship. But that's, you know, to, to take everything else out of it, I know it's not that simple, but really that's – that's the whole point of this. What makes teams good is blocking everything out and saying we're running our shot, period. And, and that's that's what it is. That's what it's going to be. And, and it's tough. I've been on I've done it. I've been there. You guys all been there. You know, uh, you know this year with Allstate, we're going to defend. It's tough. You know, it, it, it defending is tough. When you get up there like, you know, like CI, you're defending that title. That's a tough thing to do. I think that, that first one and that third one are, are really hard. Yeah. It, the second one... I, I would say out of, out of the three is probably, three is probably, yeah. probably the easiest. Not that not that any of them are easy, but I mean that one you're kind of going with no pressure. To, you know, to to go for the three-peat and, and retire it, or to or to win your first one. That's that's a lot of pressure. Well, on now speaking of that, now retiring the cup is that is that cup getting retired? See, I heard um, I heard two versions of the story. Uh, I know when you put a light trophy up, it's the team who puts it up, it's their provisions on what's going to happen with their trophy. Anything. So it's the state trophy to the any light trophy you put up for a vet. I know the old way it was was if you won three in a row, you retired the cup. 
Well, North Lindy did it with the uh, with the original Wilbur Young Cup. Uh, with the original Wilbur Young Cup. And then North Lindy put a trophy up, and West Sable came right down. I think it was like five years later. They retired that one, and West Sable put up the current cup that we have today. I guess it's going to go on what the stipulations on West Sable had well, on that it's cup. I, it's ironic, too, because West Sable is... Is the one that tied with the and tied him with the cup. So you might have a little, I, a little say in that whole. Uh, <laughs> I kind of like the three-year thing because it gives you. I know you want to win, but when you get that three-year, you know we get to design our own cup. I think that's kind of cool. I, and you know what's centralized? So my opinion again. I don't know where this is actually going to go, but they, however you slice, there's never been a tie. And again, West Sable won two, but centralized Islip did win three in a row, and I, I think they should they should be able to retire it. And, and, Put that trophy. I hope that's the way it happens, but you yeah. know, if that's not West Sable's stipulation, that's fine with that. May made a different stipulation. Yeah. You know, they want want like that cup in, in circulation, and that, I'm okay with that too. But I I think you winning it makes it cool. You know, yeah. like it's always I can been design. Done in the, it's always been done in the past, and I can so. design something cool. I mean, you remember we had some. I mean, before it was Oyster Bay. We didn't have a three in a row winner from North Windy. So shows you. I mean, you're talking the 50s, I believe, right? Uh, the 50s all the way until. The 90s, still waiting. So, yo, long time, man, before we retire. And all of a sudden now, we retired three cups already since it's like, then. It's like the triple crown in horse racing. It right. It took forever. To, it <laughs> took forever. <laughs> yeah, we, we might have, like, three triple crowns in a row in horse racing. But, uh, so now we're going to go to Western New York. So, uh, for the fastest times of year in Western, we have three-man lotto, a Point Pleasant P-Pickers with a 639. Kick, kick Nassau's ass. <laughs> they did. <laughs> we go into B ladder, Henrietta with a 534. C ladder, Point Pleasant with a 912. C hose, Point Pleasant, 1273. Good shot. You know, if you go in comparison, you know, these, it's, these it's are respectable numbers. Respectable yeah. numbers. Uh, go down to Spencer Port, 777 B hose. That's a good shot. That's a great shot. Uh, efficiency. 956 by Henrietta. A little fall off. Motor pump a 634 main transit. And buckets another respectable shot 2308 by transit. Yeah, you know, I, the numbers are there. Numbers are they're, they're not far off. It's just in, in our sport it's it's weird because a tenth of a second is a blink of an eye, but it's light years in race. Right. And it, light you know, years. When you know, people listen to you talk about a tenth of a second, like what are you talking about? I mean. <laughs> And, you know, even when it comes to your own team, you teach people a tenth of a second what that picking the hose up with efficiency if it puts to the ground, what a tenth of a second is. A it's grab, a grab on the a top grab rung. On the top rung. I mean, little stuff, like uh, just a little clutch on the handle, you know. It's just all those little things add up. You know, a, a, a three-quarter handle to a full handle, it, it's, it adds up. Uh, Western New York total points. Three-man ladder was won by, by Point Pleasant. B ladder was won by Henrietta. C ladder was won by Point Pleasant. C hose was won by Point Pleasant. B hose was run by Main Transit. Efficiency was run by. Where am I? I lost myself. Oh, uh, Henrietta. Motor pump was won by. North. Is that North Greece? Am I reading that correctly? Uh, yeah, I think so. By North Greece Little Sports. And Buckets was won by Main Transit. So the total points in Western was Henrietta 148.5, Main Transit 122, North Greece 
I'm sorry, Point Pleasant 123, Main Transit 122.5. So that gives us Western New York. Uh, Western had, Western's taken some steps. They had some, some competitive teams. They really are, you know, and then listening to, you know. The O'Henry's look good, you know, uh, Point Pleasant looks good. They're, they're, they're definitely, the tons are comparable. They're not really far off. They're not far off at all. I mean, it's everything there. As, as you said, we're talking about tens in a second. We're looking at them like, well, you know, uh, but. You know, two tenths here and there. They're, they're there. I mean, <laughs> so Western. We're going to Western next year. We're going to Main Transit for the state tournament. My favorite track for the state tournament because I placed in the top five there. So I placed fifth there. How do you, how do you like that track? I think you like that track. It's I a mean, good track. Yeah. I mean, the track overall, fantastic facility. I know who doesn't like that track. The Forty Thieves do not like that track. No, they do not. <laughs> they got the last time they were there. They got escorted, I think, off, yeah, the, that was off the premises. Ah, right, you guys know I'm a 40 feet supporter, right? Yeah, I'm not either. I, uh, well, I don't want to. I don't want to get too far into it. No, I, no, I, no, I no, wish no. they were still racing on it. Uh, so do I. I, I, uh, I really it's, do. It's a, it's a team that you miss on the track. Uh, they were tradition, a, a big, a big. Uh, and again, a, a, arguably the best team that ever. Uh, the, I mean, know, they dom- days they ever, ever stepped foot on the on the course. Yeah, they dominated racing, but they also tried to bankrupt the organization, and they deserve everything they got, in my opinion. I know you're a sporty thieves supporter, but I mean, racing in that tournament that year, it was just unbelievable what they did, and they deserve every single thing they got. <laughs> well, we're gonna we're uh, gonna leave it on that. We're gonna uh, right. go on this all <laughs> night long. Um, but in general. I think uh, we have a great facility. We have a, a, a great drill. The, the, the main transit slowpokes do a fantastic job. Even just running that tournament, how they do it, how they set it up. Uh, I enjoy going up there. I look forward to going up there this year. Um, yeah, that's a huge, huge area. That's a great place for a state tournament. Yeah, it, it is. is. And, and just I said, even just the hospitality of the host and the whole area itself is, is just fantastic. Yeah. So... Uh, and, North- and Chippewa Street, uh, that's all I'm going to say. Shout out to Chippewa Street. <laughs> so, uh, Northern New York, unfortunately online, Northern New York had none of their um, total points. But I did get the fastest times of the year uh, off of Northern. Um, three-man ladder was a 659 by Copenhagen. Oh, Nassau did beat one area with a, with a 653, <laughs> okay. Uh, B ladder, a 633 by Copenhagen. And here's a team I'm going to mention three times in a row. Great Bend Cobras. Um, I think uh, they're a big shining star coming out of Northern now. Yeah. Um, C Ladder at 1029. CO's a 1403. And B Hose a 894. Uh, they run Motohose Replacement. That was Ellesmere. Ran a 1928. I don't even know what's good in that. Uh, no idea. Oh, sorry. State record is a 1674. Yeah. Um, motor pump. Thanks, Fred. Motor pump. A 761 by Great Bend and buckets a 2408 by Copenhagen. So they're they're the times. Are, we're not talking about tenths of a second. We're talking about seconds. So guys yeah. in Northern, uh, you know, again, credit to them, but. They they uh they probably need a little bit of work. They need to practice. But yeah, I, I do agree. Uh, Great Bend actually had a good year this year, and they, they did. You know, and, and you know what's funny is we uh we look at it and uh and like I'm I'm not trying not to not come out right, but like coming to a state tournament is really tough when you come to a state tournament. Um, 
Now, I raced for teams that had no shot of winning a state tournament, and I raced for teams that we got on the line, we knew we could win the state tournament. I mean, I think you guys are in the same boat. Like, you've been in there, and you still go out there and put your shot up. You know, you still go out there, you still do your shot, and and most people in their heads, a lot of guys think they have a shot of winning, even if they don't, you know, and it, that's what's great about this sport. But you, you have to. But you have to because you could have that shot. You have to, yeah. and, and if you don't, if you don't think that, you got to think that at practice. You got to think that right. all during the season. You got to think that when you go there. I mean, that's that's what's got to drive you to get to get better. You know. I, I got to pull it up later. I think it was the 2002 state. I think we were in Deerfield. I think everyone missed in Bilada. I mean, I think there was obscure teams that placed in Bilada. A lot of teams just missed, and that you know that's your points right there. You know. So we went over the full year of county points, which I said once before is, you know, it's not the state tournament, but Anything else after that, I want to win county points. You know, it's it's an accomplishment. It just shows how good you were all year round. And uh, and in general, um, you Jack, you uh, both, you guys won county points. Have you won a county points on a team? You have, you have this year. Is this your first year? Actually, yeah. I don't know if I have. I don't think I have to tell you. The we truth. won. Uh, this is my third year in a row winning. Third year run. Uh, it's cool, you know, uh, the dinners, when you go to the dinner, you go to your own dinner, you know, it's nothing like going to the state dinner and having your name uh, called up and going up front, but being honored in your county dinner is something nice when you go out for each of the areas, for Northern, Western, Nassau, Suffolk. You know, honestly, I never even thought about county points, to be very honest with you, it was always the state tournament was my main focus, the only thing I ever cared about was winning the state tournament, but now, uh, I guess, I mean, as a secondary kind of thing, I guess, county points is, is a good thing to win, I guess. Well, it's just, it, it just consistency and, and being the best team throughout the year. You know, I, I, I agree. I I'll, I would trade 10 county championships for a one state championship, but but it is a it is a big thing, you know. It is, honestly, it proves that you even, run better I honestly over the course never, of the even, year. never even thought about it, to be very <laughs> honest with you. Now, now I, I mean, now I'm But as you to, want it now. Yeah, it's, now it's, it's like, alright, that's kind of cool, I guess. You know? So, I don't know, Pat, you were going here before when I went over. Um, we did a, uh, I had, me and Donald were talking during the week, Donald Smallwood, about the four tournaments this year that were combo drills, which was Lindenhurst, CI, North Belmore, and the state, for the four combo drills. And uh, Donald went over all the numbers. So just going to go through it for somewhat of a Long Island point thing, what I thought was pretty cool. <laughs> in the three-man ladder contest, everything is so close in here. The Hobos would have won with 16 total points to the Dutchman 12. You go into B ladder. And now a, don't forget, that's without Michael Mara for, for a lot, for a lot of, of the year, time, right. which you, is pretty impressive. You go to B ladder, you had a tie between the Knockers and the Dutchman with 12 points. C ladder, the Hobos 14, the Wolves 12. C hoes, the Hobos 12, the Dutchman 9. B hoes, the Hobos 11, the Redskins 10. Efficiency, the Hobos 12, the Dutchman 10 and a half. Motor Pump, the Dutchman 9, the Knockers 8.5, and the Westerners 8. You know, close in the pump contest. Buckets, Redskins 11, Hobos 11, Dutchman 10. All right. Now you want to just think total points if you went overall. And you got the Hobos would have finished with a total of 91 points, winning total points for Long Island. The Dutchman would have came in second with 77. The Westerners would have came in third with 49 and a half. The Knockers with 45, and the Redskins with 42.5.
with the Wolves with 41.5 right on their tails. And then it drops into the 20s after that. Right. But, you know, it, look at the look at the state tournament and look at the top five. Yeah, it's pretty unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it kind of is right there. Well, not in the order, but where the teams are on finishing that state tournament. Which shows maybe our state tournament is a good judge. It's just one drill, you know. We took four of them, and the four, you know, and the best teams are in the top six. I, I, I will say, I, ironically, except for maybe, maybe Copeg was the one real dark horse that. And, and again, I, I give that team a lot of credit too. They lost guys and they ran very well this year. But as far as expe- expectations, maybe as far as winning a state drill, I think if you if you put there's like maybe six six teams, seven teams that you would say. You know, that's who you expect to be there, and, and those teams were. And, and you know, that's that's just, well, you know, with the numbers, that's that's about where we were at with that. Yeah, and it just, it just shows, you know, everyone says something. You know, you listen to some people say it's just one drill, you know, it, it should be based for a year, or you hear other people, but it just shows you that the numbers are there. What we run all year long, those teams are the same teams that are there. So, with this year complete, we have our two state champ, or our three state champions. Just congratulations, and I don't have the numbers, and I apologize for that. The junior Redskins, four in a row. Uh, and and those guys, uh, those guys aren't even racing with the big team yet. You know, <laughs> uh, congratulations, guys, four in a row. I, I, I think last year uh, uh, we gave our speeches, and I said they're a dynasty. For three years, you're you'll be on a dynasty now. Well, they, they, they have uh, they have the potential. You know, Central Islip had that that kind of. The juniors and the, yeah. the, the 30 guys on the team and, and just keep keep running and bringing them up. And and then we got the, uh, we have a state old-fashioned and middle place extinguishers with, uh, you know, a, quite a dominant state tournament for them. I mean, running, winning, getting 35 points at a state drill. Yeah. Pretty good. I mean, the two teams, uh, I mean, then you got Bell, you got uh, Rockwell Center Woodlanders with 16 and a half. Belmore with 15 and a half, then 14 with uh, Amityville, and 13 with Rocky Point. I mean, that's a dominant, a dominant win. Right. What, uh, uh, what's the highest total ever in a uh, old-fashioned state tournament? 38. 38. 38. Um, the difference that I see from coming from both, from both schools, is you only have a elite four in old-fashioned, and the drop-off from the elite four or five down to the bottom half is a lot bigger than the drop-off in motorized. Um, right. And then you also get teams in motorized where maybe they're not good in ladder, but they're real good in holes. Right. Or you know, right. it, it's, it gets spread a, around a lot more. And I see the drop-off, and I'm not knocking teams, and please don't don't take me as I'm knocking you or, or anything. I'm not, I'm not going to mention teams' names that I feel, but there's such a difference from the elites to the bottom where you get point totals, like the county points with us with 111 county points to 38, or Miller Place winning a state tournament. Not taking anything away from Miller Place. That was uh, the numbers they ran were great numbers, and they're a great old-fashioned drill team, you know. Um, but we look at that state tournament. I can't hold a candle to the one we're going to talk about now. <laughs> uh, nothing's going to hold a candle to this tournament. And I said, I've been going to st- I, what I remember... You know, I've been going to state tournaments with my father, kind of like you guys when we were like six years old, you know, dragging us to state tournaments. We'd stay there all day, run under the bleachers, climb on ladders, you know. We all did it. Yeah. Uh, I've been going since I was six years old. But what I can remember, and I'll say I start remembering the 80s, what I remember it was about about the 80s when I start remembering them. Um, there was nothing like what we saw. 
I, I personally, I agree with you. I haven't, you know, I'm, a, I'm probably in the same ballpark with the 80s, and I, I don't remember seeing anything with, with this many teams like that, you know, in my tenure as far as remembering going to state tournaments. Yeah, it was I, I amazing. Remember, and I remember going to states. I remember when Pat Jones was winning theirs. I remember when the Hornets were winning theirs. You know, I remember Ralph Farrell and stuff and watching guys. And, you know, we all uh, we all watched these guys. Like, when you grew up, you had a set bunch of guys you watched all the time and teams and you know, you follow teams. You know, unfortunately, my, my father was done racing. Roosevelt was done. Right. So I had to follow, find another team to follow around. <laughs> but you guys watching your dad with the flukes, you know, yeah. growing up and, uh, <laughs> you know, watching fluke racing. And it was good, you know, with the flukes and the hornets at that time, at the time of when you guys were starting to watch it. That was a good battle. Yeah. You know, those were some good battles back then between two good teams. I mean, they, they all had talent. And could you imagine if Hempstead put one team together? Unbelievable. We discussed that a couple times. It, it, it comes up pretty often. And if that team, if they just had one team, it would have been so. They probably would have won I, a, I, a lot I, of state tournaments tournament. from the 70s to the 80s. And and, and it the was weird, always the Hornets yeah. were ladder, and yep. then the Flukes yeah. were, were hose. And, the weird and, thing and, about it, right? They yeah. both had the opposite. There's it was like the, the perfect. Ran ladder, it was the a perfect ran hose. Fit. You know, I guess when it comes to that, and I'm not from a team that I've had two, uh, two problems with two teams, but I guess more of a pride thing. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I want my name. No, I want yeah. our name. I want our trucks. No, I want our well, trucks. If everyone didn't kill each other, they probably could have done it, but I don't know if that would have worked. <laughs> but, I always, but I always think of that when I look at those teams back in the 80s and even the night, beginning of the 90s. I mean, uh, think of the racing legends that came out of that that town. It, it's those wild. Two, that Yeah, I mean, two, unbelievable. Two teams in one town, for both of them to be that good is, is you know, for long periods of time is, is pretty amazing, actually. I mean, so this state tournament, I'm not going to go through the results. We all know what happened. But in your guys' opinion, like, we'll take three-man ladder. I mean, a three-way tie coming up to Copac. You know, there's a three-way tie. You think it in your head. Wow, awesome, a three-way tie. I don't think anyone's going to touch the 641 number. And here comes the Yellow Birds. Bang, 633. I mean, this came up. I was talking to a bunch of people. Run off of the state tournament. I say absolutely not, never, don't care. I, I agree. A thousand percent. Any other tournament any you want to do, fine. Point, state tournament, absolutely no not. Way. In 2000, when I was in Roswell, we tied West Sable. And we were sitting there talking. I'm like, I don't want to run off. I don't want to run that seat truck again. Why? I don't run my guys on it. Why? There's no for what, reason. For what reason? Now, if it was for the point, would you run it off? For the half point. Oh, for the point, yeah. For the half point, would you run it for off? For the point, yeah. yeah. For the trophy, no. Okay, but <laughs> now. the trophy, I'll take the coin flip. Would it make it interesting running off for the half point? That that actually would be that would be pretty cool, but I, I don't know if you could do it only because it would give more more value and points to a, a tie. Would yeah, but it, you had to run it off, so you know. Oh, so you get five and the other two. Right. Yeah. So you get that extra half a point. Oh, that's an interesting. That's an interesting. You know, it's an interesting thing. You know, a lot of people are gonna say, you know, we we haven't done it like that. We keep it as a tie, but it's it's not. It's more nerve wracking for the team, but it's a lot better for our fan base. You know, you, you know, know our fan base sees that runoff. That's something they want to see. Yeah. I'll never forget the runoff in Central Island between Central Island and North Belmont oh, and yeah, three-man three ladder. ladder yeah. One of the best runoffs you ever see ever. Um, Actually, you know what? I, I feel like there's been more runoffs in three-man ladder than any other event, <laughs> which is which is strange. Because I know I know West Sable also, Mike ran a 599 in a runoff, which was not the state record, but it's the only five I think ever run in three-man ladder. It's legit on the clocks, electric, it's just doesn't count because it's it was in a runoff not a you know not an actual shot but but it was kind of cool when you watch that that's the start of the tournament you know what it kind of gave you something well, maybe this day something's going to be with this day i mean 
three times. I mean, yeah. you're we run to the hundredth of a second. The, you know, the most nerve-wracking that was was for the officials trying to figure out how many points everyone gets <laughs> in their three-way tie. <laughs> so we go into B ladder at the state. Impressive top three numbers: a 501, 503, 509. No, I no, mean, no times like that all, all year. That, that many of them at least. Like there was a, a, a 50 here and there, but th- to have three of them. You know, to bang those out. I mean, exciting. You know, exciting racing makes that day. And I say that it's just kind of every time you step up in a day, we get something more interesting. You know, when you come out of those two events, you come out of three-man with that three-way tie, and then Kopech coming in and running a, a, you know, a nice shot at the end of the, the end of the contest, and then running to B Ladder, you're banging at 501, 503, 509. You know. I got. I got to tell you, we West Hampshire ran a 509 first, and. Not, not that you ever take anything for granted, but the way B-Ladder was all season, we were feeling real good about that shot, and then it was just boom, boom. You know, and it was still a three-pointer, but 5.09, you, you know. Yeah, you, you're, you're helping with a 5.09. You're thinking, you're thinking that's, yeah. that should hang up there, but, you, 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 should be, you should be good, you know. <laughs> you know yeah, you're even, thinking five points. That's you, what you're, you're thinking. thinking five, and, then, and, you're thinking, and then four, four at least. Four, yeah. four. At least yeah. you're going to get four, and then all of a sudden you're at three. I mean, you don't complain about. That was some shot by North Lindenhurst, though. Yeah, oh, yeah it was. I'll tell you what, the way he got into that ladder. Yeah, he was just on and gone. He caught that whip, and he was gone. You know, I say, like, you look at ladders, and I dug for 15 years, and you could tell just by body motion of diggers and when that ladder was such it was one of the cleanest ladders I've ever seen it just yeah. went into the ground yeah. and it was just it was exactly I, I don't know I know if uh, Ducky was around it, it seemed like a like a climber's dream ladder oh yeah you know what I mean perfect ladder yeah, yeah. He, the, the ladder was perfect and the whip he caught he looked like he was shot out of a right. cannon it's like first that perfect steps. ladder you know who um, do you know who uh, who used to uh, do that I don't want Paulie Jordan climb yeah, yeah. Paulie Jordan would catch a whip. I don't know how he caught that whip every single time, but that man used to climb and catch a whip. And, and uh, I'll tell you, he wasn't he wasn't the best on a wooden ladder. He wasn't no. the fastest on the ground. But you're right, in a metal ladder, metal, he would and he would step, catch, hit the ladder, and, and gone. He would catch that whip, and it would take him a fly. It's like Mike Mike Mara, same thing. Mike gets that whip, he's done. You know, he gets that perfect whip, he's gone. So we go in, uh, into sea uh, ladder. And we're talking about the eights before, you know, with the eights and not getting eights. There we go. 880, 889, 898. Three eights out of the gate. You know, uh, the Ice of Wolves, the Westerners, and the Knockers. And here comes the Knockers, you know. Uh, two big two big, uh, two big, ladder shots. So you guys come out, you took a, uh, you're running 889. There you go. You, you, what, what do you feel? I mean, what do you, what do you, uh, you know, same, you, you, you feel thing. the same thing, right? Yeah. I mean, you're like. It's the same kind of feeling. Right. But I knew, see, now in C ladder, you know bit. that that shot can get beat. Yeah, it's C ladder. In, a in B ladder, you're thinking with the 509, you're like, that's a great shot. I mean, the way B ladder went all year, you think you're getting five or four, four or five points. C ladder, that can get beat. Right. I mean, it, we're all. It just there's a lot of, there's a lot of different it, things. The, the trucks here, uh, you know, the, the the trucks are fat. Like certain trucks are faster than other trucks. It just that's just how it is. But but yeah, I felt great after that shot. I was pretty happy about that shot. Now you guys coming out. I'll just you know, I have you here. We're gonna go to your perspective. Coming out a lot is you guys are happy, right? You guys you guys are kind of comfortable on where you're sitting right now. You're coming out. What is that? Did you get anything on three minutes? No. You guys get anything on three minutes? You're coming out now with uh, seven points out of ladders. A comfortable feeling, kind of relaxed around the camp, right? You're getting in, you're getting into the mode. You sit through a water test. Now we discuss this with a lot of people. As a water test, now you guys are running in the front of the pack, which is 
somewhat an advantage coming out of the water test because you're not sitting for so long. I mean, is that how you feel? Is that an advantage? No. Do you guys personally, the way I the way I think is, I'd rather be running at the back of the pack in any tournament. I don't ever want to run in the front of the that's pack, my, that's especially my the state too, tournament. That's but, my I mean, people too. have different different thoughts on it. I mean, some people think that you know you put your shot up and 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 let everybody beat it. That's how we had to. That was our mindset that day. Our mindset was consistency. Just run our shot early and and see if people can beat it. But uh, no, I would like to be running in the back of the pack every time. So we get into Seahouse. And we get the uh, the guzzlers come down and run a uh, first place shot at 12.53. And then we go into five 12s in a row. 12.53, a 54, 61, 67, 69. And again, to the guzzlers, after, after not having their, their host team, again, bounce back. Great Excellent guys. job this year. Those guys did a, did a great job. It's a little loud here, guys. Sorry if you're hearing the background noise. But uh, looks like the ball's filling up. We got a lot of people coming out. Well, my beer is empty. My beer needs to get filled back up. Yeah, so like we were just saying, running in the back of the pack in a state tournament, I feel like is a definite advantage. I don't think that you change your shot, right? But you know what's up there. You know what you got to beat. You, you, wanna... you don't change your shot, but, you know, for example, we're talking about Seahawks right now. If you notice a, a 1207, a 1219, and a 1223, you know that you're, you're, going for you're it. pressing it. You're not, yeah. you know, you're not. Yeah, you're not going to lay off. You're not. Not that you have a layoff. No, but, but you're not back. I, I mean, you might. You, you got it. You got to go for it. Exactly. You got to know that if you're a, if you're a, you know, a 12, 12, 2, 12, 3 team, you know, you got to put your best up there and, and go for it. You can't. You can't. Like you said, not lay up, but you, you can't be conservative. you got to just go for the shot. Guys, I'm out of here. All right, thanks, Pat. All right, so uh, we're going to quicken the B-Hos, and then uh, we're going to have a guest in here for efficiency. Um, we're going to go into B-Hos. we got those Redskins yep. running the 791, and then uh, the Roadrunners with an 814, and the Yellowbirds an 815. I, I just, that's great. Uh, uh, later in the day, we are going to have the best interview in the history of racing with Billy Coronel. He just walked into the building. I'm just, everyone stay tuned for that. But uh, back to, back to B-Hose for the state tournament. I'm just going to, uh, we just have uh, Charlie from Call Places joined us. How yes. are you? All right, you. It was good to see you. Thank you. We're going to get Congratulations, into by the way. Call Place, two, two points. Two points two. in the state. We're going to get into that efficiency. I'm going to hear your perspective on some stuff on how it is running. But the B.O.'s contest, no monster numbers run there. No. You know, but you ran your shot to get in. Yeah, uh, 791. Beautiful shot by the Redskins, um, which is becoming a dangerous host team. They're, they're going to be very good, that team. Now we go into the efficiency contest. At this point in the state drill, no one wants to win it. <laughs> no one's putting up numbers. No one's well, running everyone shots. Everyone wants to win it. They, just, they, no just one, they want to. They just no don't one, look like no they No one's putting win. up the shot. <laughs> so we go with a CI, CI efficiency. We know how those hobos run efficiency. 877. Lock it up. Which on that track is basically like running an 85, 84 in Hempstead. Yep. Uh, the Wolves at 896. North Belmont Rinkadinks at 923. Farmville Vanets at 943. And those Call Plague Frogs with a 950. So, Charlie, run me through it. You guys put up your 950. Yeah, well, 
You know, you're sitting there watching teams come down. Listen, I, I've been around for 30 years, and I told the guys, I said, you know, we put up a good shot, but there's a lot of good teams out there, and most likely we're not going to make it. Charlie, what what number did you guys run? In they ran 11. We ran, ran number 11. 11. Oh, so you, you really had so, to sweat it out. Yeah. <laughs> so you're sitting at 11. You're sitting in the stands. I, I was talking to you a little yeah. bit during the thing about the arch, and you're sitting watching the teams, and and, and it's tough because and I know Charlie for a long time. You know his team's getting very excited, and you don't want to cheer for people who miss. And Charlie's telling his team to calm down, yeah, sit in the corner. Exactly. But they're so excited because this is your first point in the state tournament. Absolutely. And you're getting so excited, and you want your kids to feel this, like you want them to feel this. And you know, what did you talk to them about? What did you say to them? When you're done, they moved the equipment. You got it. You got your state point. Well, you know, I I, I, just, I just told them I can't believe this happened. This this doesn't happen to us, but we put up a shot. Teams didn't came down and didn't run their normal good shots, and, and our numbers stayed up there on the board. So I, I said to these guys, I says, you know what, you deserve it. Be proud of it. And one of the best things is they let me get the uh, go over there and get the trophy. Proudest moment of my life. I'm one of the best moments of the call play spot department as far as I, I'm concerned. I, I got to tell you too, Charlie, it's, it's suiting that it's efficiency because, I, again, I've been around and maybe a lot of people don't know this, but I know you guys for a long period of time had a good efficiency team. Yeah, absolutely. Back in uh, like the late 80s, early 90s, we started, we, we ran, uh, we went out one year, uh, I think it was 90, and we ran like three or four eights. Right. And, uh, again, the big boys couldn't believe we were doing it. They, some of them, they were watching us because they thought we were doing something illegal. But we just had a good team and we figured out what we could do, and we did it. Now, Charlie, I think the last time you guys came close, and don't get me wrong, because the only reason I remember oh, this. Don't, don't even tell me the that. The only Jake. reason I remember this. You is heard that, me say that. Yeah. Uh, I was running for North Belmont back in the day. It was yeah. a state tournament in Hempstead. Was it 94? Yeah. I believe, yeah. It was the early 90s. Early definitely. 90s, and we actually were running second to last, and we knocked you out from yep. fifth. Uh, I think yep. we took second over to Manhasset that day. Yeah, I, I believe we ran a 903 and came in yeah. sixth that day. Yeah, I think day. we ran an eight. I think we ran an yeah. 890 something that day. Yeah, you heard me say that that day. Yeah, we were yeah. talking about it. It, yeah. it was great. But, uh, you know, now we go in the motor pump contest. We have some we have some pump numbers run. Not again, not monster shots. You know, we ran we had a tie for first between Paul Washington and North Lindy at 627. Base Shore at 632. Cutjaw Pandas yeah. at 662, and then the Frogs again, 666. Yeah. What's your team record? Do you know offhand the team record in pump? I, I think it's a, only 661. It's not right. that good. You yeah. run a pump shot. You guys are pumped up coming off efficiency, of right? They yeah. get on the track. Yeah. And you know what? That's great for a team. You know what? You just took a point. Yeah. And that builds up the confidence of your team, right? Absolutely. I mean, they get on the run, and they're like, you know what? We can, we're going to run a number. We're going we're, we're gonna to go out there and run a number. You put up the 66, and it's not a monster number on a normal day Absolutely in motor pump. Absolutely not. But, but it goes up there. It still places in points. So as, Paul, as Paulie would say, they had some mo going into motor pump. <laughs> so now, I said, you run this at 11. A lot of teams to run. Same as efficiency. We, we were waiting. And, and I said I was sitting in the same place. I was watching them on the fence. And i got to give one thing. Your team, I mean, very gracious. They're great kids. I talked to a bunch of them after yeah, the tournament. They really are. And you know what? They have a love for the sport that is is nice to see. And I think you got a good future there. I mean, well, you know, and... Um, 
and I was talking to Stan Divers before. You started the Frogs back up, right? Motorized uh, I, I was, Yeah, I was one of the guys. I wanted, it was either 88 or 89. I was one of the individuals that got the truck back in the barn. And we took it from there. And, of course, you know, we have our ups and downs. Right now, we, we're at a good point as long as they can stick together. You know, I had the privilege of practicing with you guys when I was in Roslyn. Um, yeah. Always a bunch of nice guys. Always yeah. they work hard. You know. We, you, you, you talk about uh, these tier teams. You hear it all the time. We got A tier teams and B, B tier teams, and but you know what? You look at and I've watched them call plays. They've always put the work in. You know, they've always been on the track. They've always been working, and that's what you want to see from any of the teams that we race with. You know, is that you're out there and you want to want to try hard. Is there stuff that? I mean, I know we uh, we're going back to call places playoffs after today. Uh, after the after the the party here yeah. today, Call Plays having us back there, which is awesome. Um, so, in your opinion, did this put a fire under your team? Oh, These absolutely. Points? I mean, no, not only the team, <laughs> but we have people from the uh, department coming out to support us now, which we haven't had in the past, but it, it's pretty good. Which is great. Which, yeah. is, which is good to have. It um, helps a lot when, when the department's back, <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's really yeah. a, a big difference, you know. I hear from some teams, you know, sometimes the department's not behind them and there's issues and stuff, but, you know, it should, it should be the same softball, racing, whatever, whatever, whatever. It is I mean, it should be in general, should be everything. You know right. what? Everyone who's here, we're out to represent our department and make our department and, look and, good. And the department, you, know? you want to you represent them in a good way, and, and they should get behind it. I, I agree. And I think a lot, I think some departments are starting to get it. You know, it's not the old... Uh, you know, adjective on a drill team, the drill team. I think a lot of the departments are starting to get it. That, you know, you look at a lot of these departments, drill team guys are the most active in the department. They're going on the calls. They're getting the oh, rigs wow, out. Yeah. And, you know, as they said, it, it, it teaches a lot. You know, when you run with a drill team, you know, to this day, my closest friends are from even teams I don't race with anymore. I have guys, I'm, my closest friends are from teams I race with because the bonds you make with guys throughout the year. You know, we can, I can walk into Suffolk County, Nassau County, and that'd be a drill team function, and I'm going to know people, and it's because of the drill team, because of what we do, right? you know, and, and uh, it, you know, it's the same biomatically, it's the same softball, it's the same, you know, whatever, but the the bottom line is, you, you're representing the department, no matter what you're doing, you, you're trying to represent them in the best way, you make a lot of friendships over the, over the course of time. So, uh, Charlie, we're talking about the state tournament now, the one we just witnessed. Been around a long time. Yeah. The best you ever saw. <laughs> I'll tell you, my, in my 30 years, you know, I've won some old-fashioned tournaments, came in second in the state to old-fashioned. But this had to be my best moment in 30 years of being a member of Call Place. You know, they came out of nowhere. And, and I would say half our team is... is 19, 20 years old. That's great. Half wow. of these guys so only had, looking up then. This is their first year on a team. You know? Beautiful thing. And they, they came out and they threw up that number and efficiency and they threw something up and pumped and it stuck. But you know, it wasn't the greatest, but it was still stuck for that day. But you but know we, what? We've talked about that a lot on the on the tournament radio shows. Is that that gives you the hunger? That gives you the you oh know, yeah. You're, you're improving. That gives you. You can't wait till April next year to start practicing uh, again. You, you know, you feel like you're making some progress. And especially that's, that's having so young. 
having them so young and, and learn at that young age. You know, there's some teams that don't get this. You, know, you might have an older team, the guys that are together, that still don't get that point in the state tournament until racing five to six years. And they're a little veteran now. You get them young, they're like, well, look what I can do. You know, look. You know, maybe that extra practice tonight, you know, when, when the guys are like, ah, you know, I'm a little tired, but, you know, now it's, you know, I want to practice. Let's run that extra yeah. shot of pump. Let's run that extra shot of B-ladder in the night that's, instead of doing the that's three. That's what I was going to say. When you when you start to reap some benefits out of out of your work, you, that's when you want to work even harder. You know, it's sometimes I, I understand, like, teams... If you have if you have a downtime, you might get a little frustrated. You, you you feel like you're giving up your time and, and putting in a lot of work, and it's, it's not getting anywhere. But then then there's you know that small thing that happens at that first point in the state tournament. That first time winning an event is the next thing, and that first time coming in the top five, and it's all it all drives you you know to get better and better and better. And everyone started you know from somewhere, so that's that's good. I, I'm glad you guys have a bunch of young kids, and hopefully you can start moving forward from there. Charlie, we're going to go over to the state tournament a little bit more. You want to stay with us? Yeah, yeah sure. Awesome. Well, yeah, stay with us. Chime in whenever you want. Uh, so, once again, what a pump's done. <laughs> no one wants to close out No one wants to close out this tournament. That, that was one of the most unbelievable events I've ever seen <laughs> in, in racing, to be honest. Now we go in a bucket contest. And I know people have seen online. I don't know if you've been on Facebook. You've seen the video. Awesome job. I think uh, Ryan Murphy did it, or Ryan and Chris Murphy. Fantastic job with just the buckets at the end with the radio broadcast. Uh, who I'm going to just give props to, Twan, Paulie, Lenny, that end radio broadcast, yeah. listening to it. Fantastic job. Uh, I mean, those guys do a good job. I mean, a great job. And just their analysis on how it was working with the state tournament that day. You know, I was watching it live. I wasn't listening to it, but went home and listened to it. So we all, we all know the outcome of the day. We all know... We had a tie. So you come out. The Westerners come out first. They, they throw up. Ah, pretty good run. 21.07. Good shot. Beatable. Beatable. Good shot, but beatable. Those hobos come down. You're like, okay. And they're going to throw up a 19.9 or a 20 flat. Ah, being a Western thing, what are you thinking in your head? Honestly, you're thinking when they come down... Yeah, is that good enough to beat the hobos in your head when you're thinking it? I, I gotta tell you that the hobos, uh, especially in, in my teams and personal experience, have a history of uh, putting up big bucket shots. <laughs> so, uh, with, with that being said, and I want to reference 1978 for the beginning of it. I was I was three years old, but I, I've seen that team win state tournaments with bucket shots and heard about stories of them winning state tournaments with bucket shots. So, I was expecting. A big bucket shot, to be honest with you. And again, not to knock them, they still ran it. They they, they dropped a few and still ran a, a big bucket shot, to, I mean, you know, to win the tournament. They, they drop they drop buckets around a 22-68. I, I feel bad, <laughs> you know. I, I want to say for Central Islip, I I feel bad because I I feel like we're almost talking as though they didn't win the state tournament in certain respects. Yeah, when we yeah, say, yeah, I I know you say, but exactly I, I don't mean saying. that at all. They did. They won three in a row. Congratulations, you guys did a great job. Great job all year. It's just uh. Yeah, I, I was expecting like a, a, a 1984 or something like that. <laughs> now, you know, before going into this tournament, I would say before this tournament started, if you, I, in my head, and just watching the sport for a long time, I, 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 I thought CI was going to run away with this tournament. I, I just, just out of the past of the season, I mean, they were winning drills and pump, which, right. you know, I mean. Oh, they had a, they had an unbelievable year. You know, and. 
you think about it, you know, and the Dutchman, you never catch count the flying Dutchman out. I don't care who they are. You don't count them out. Right. They're one of those teams, you know, you're going to talk on the iconic teams in racing. They're there. They know? are. They're right up there. They are one of the iconic teams in racing. You know, um, always had a great drill team program, racing program. Uh, unbelievable. You know, and then you still even go down the list. Ice of Wolves, another team. Iconic racing program. Um, West Hampton West is another one. And then even when you go, you know, you go down, you know, Piston Knockers. I mean, come on. Of course. You know, yeah, un- unbelievable, another deal thing. You know, even go down, look at the top, you know, in the, in the top seven teams in the state. You got CI West Sable, the Wolves, the Knockers, the Westerners, the Redskins, the Roadrunners, and the Guzzlers. I mean, iconic drill teams. Yeah. You know, you know, the, to me, for, for me, and, and again, I, I started with the Flukes, and they were good for a long time, obviously not racing anymore. The Hornets, Hempstead, just Hempstead racing. Uh, and, and those teams that you mentioned, it's it's just it's just the knowledge, I think, of, of being able to to teach people, you know, as they come up, as you get new guys. And, and that's such a big part of it is, is knowing how to how to do it instead of having to try to learn it on your own type of thing. You know, once, when that knowledge is passed down from years and years and years, again, the sport obviously evolves. But it's still, it's always people that were into it, passing this knowledge down to everybody else that's coming up, and it and just it, makes a huge difference. And it's tough, you know. We talk about building teams, like Charlie Call Place, building Call Place. You know, you got to come in there. Like I just, when I came to Belmore, I, I, I had nothing. Like I came into a drill team that had guys that, I mean, I'm lucky they knew what a target was. You know, all right, you take them, you put them on a track, and it's, it's a learning process that takes a long time. Yeah. And, and you educate, you know, you have, like Charlie, you guys do it all the time. You sit there and you got to educate these guys. These guys have never, you know, I've had guys that never even seen it. I was like, they're like, what is this? You know? Yeah. Well, let's yeah. be honest. It's like talking French, but to us, it's just right. You right. Know, and then, and every I'm like, day. I'm like, I don't, you don't know how to put a couple together? Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. In your head, you're like, you don't have, what are you, crazy? No, you know? I got, I got then, my five-year-old son putting couplings right. together, actually, because you know I mean? that's what I did when I was five years old. But that's how I was taught. Like, I was taught it that year. You know, I, my father used to bring me to the Hempstead Drill. He used to plot me over by the odds. I probably ran three-man with you, and probably we probably think he used to go, all right, go play racing. He used to go sit in the stands, have a few sodas, because uh, he wasn't racing anymore. <laughs> so he would have some sodas in the stands, and he would watch, and there I would be. I'd be out there, and that's how I learned how to race. And that's all I wanted to do when I joined the body service. I wanted to race. I yes. did nothing else I wanted to do. I wanted to get on the back of a truck, and I wanted to race. I, I got to say, it's, I, I've talked to so many guys, just about, like the garden hose race and the, the trucks, the... You know, my, my kid now, is, he's got the, the chair as the arch with a, with a little ladder, and I buy him all the trucks and stuff like that. And you think that's crazy, but everyone you talk to that's involved in this, oh, I did the same thing, I did the same thing. When I, when I was a kid, and my And your kid goes to school, and, you, and they try to tell their friends at school, and they're like, what, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> Racing, what's that? I told my father, remember, when I was a little kid, though, those squeeze nozzles were very popular, but when you were the younger thing, they had the nozzles that looked like a drill team nozzle. I asked my dad, you gotta buy me one of them. I don't, I don't want to play with the squeeze nozzle anymore. I want to play with that real nozzle, you know? But so we're going back to the state. I'm sorry, we're just going off and stuff. It's just, uh, you know, it's just great stuff. It's just way to go. It's amazing what, uh, <laughs> I mean, and then you come down and then you watch the hobos. They run a shot, they drop two buckets. Then you come down and you watch the piston knocker. An unpiston knocker bucket shot. I, I got to tell you, it was, except it took 13 buckets to trip and I, I just I was baffled by that I didn't know I didn't know what I thought they had it to tell you the truth though so after what when when the 12 went in and the light didn't go off I, I was just like what what happened what happened 
And then you got the, then you got, to me, the shot that just opened my eyes was Bayshore. Yeah. They came on, oh, they, they had flying. a shot. They were flying. They had a shot running. And I'm not, I'm, please, I'm not rubbing salt I think the they got, No, no, I think um, they got to the ninth bucket, right? Yeah. yeah and I, the ninth bucket. You know, and just my analysis of watching it, I think the pace got too fast for them. Uh, I think, I yeah, think they might have been a little too a little fired up. A little yeah. fired up for it. You know what? Because it feels great. You know, I've been on the ladder. You're getting those buckets moving. It starts feeling great. And then all of a sudden, quickly, yeah. mind you, quickly it comes. Oh, my God. I it can't only, keep it up. It only takes one. <laughs> yeah, man. I can't keep up. And, I mean, just, and then at the end, we have a tie. Well, again, going back, West Sable, after, after all the aftermath, what a clutch bucket shot. And you watch him, and I, I, I'm a big guy. I watch a lot of things on the course, and I watch just, I do, it's just something I do. I watch all that. It was just so, it was just so calm and so West Sable-like. That's what I'm going to say. It was West Sable-like. And they again, came on the line. Not to take anything away from Central Iceland. They, 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 ran, they ran what they had to to win the tournament also. I, I, again, I just, I, yeah, no, I, I, know. I, I want to make a point of it because I, I, I don't want to take anything away from them. It, Three in a row, great team. I, I just, I just feel like the way that tournament went, a lot of times, it, it's almost like everyone expected them to just blow everyone right. out, and I, I don't want to knock them in any way. They, they did a great job. So we get the we we get the Dutch. We watched them run buckets. We got a tie for the state tournament, which Wild. is cool. So I was listening to the radio during, uh, I think it was the Iceland Town. They're talking about should there be a tie? Could we find a way to break a tie? And there's oh, I, all bet, different I, bet, I bet West Sable would have said be ladder. Yeah, there's a whole <laughs> different ways. You know, you really can't go back to running ladders and hose. Right. impossible. You know, one of my ideas was... CI would have said efficiency. West right. Sable would have said be ladder. One of my ideas was you took all the times and added them together. That's feeds you were the best for the day. And right. overtime... Uh, the, lowest, got, the lowest uh, time elapsed right. of the day. If you got overtime, it would be whatever the... If you got overtime and no time, it would be ever what the overtime time was. And right. that's what you did. I mean, there's no answer. We're never going to change it. Probably not. So, I don't I mean, know. It's amazing, actually. That's the first time that's ever happened. It is. I mean, it happened in the state old-fashioned uh, three times. Uh, and it happened now, and this would be the first. So, we were talking, uh, we did the North Belmore. Uh, me and Twan were talking at the North Belmore invitation on the radio. Um, we discussed reseeding the state tournament. So, after Seahose. The top seven teams would run the seventh amount of points, would run seven, uh, seventh to last, and down. And the person with the most points would run dead last. And each event, you would reseed after each event. Can you imagine how exciting? The state tournament itself was exciting. Now, could you imagine if we reseeded and you had eight or no, seven teams in a row running buckets? <laughs> You think about that, like, you know, it's just shot after shot after shot. Yeah. And one of my things for this was about running this this way is that, you know, when you run buckets and you're in the beginning, a lot of teams are out in the back of the course and still by their camp. If you, if the last seven teams were going to run buckets for the tournament, every single person That's right. would be in that stand yep. watching those last yep. seven teams run, which would make running it exciting. I mean, it's exciting anyhow. I mean, running buckets is running buckets when you can win the tournament is exciting, but... For the, for the crowd and for the the in general wise. So we went over the county points. We went over the the state tournament. 
we got next year we got main transit coming up which we said was a great track yeah. great great facility a great set of hosts um the next year we're going to come back after that we're going to come back to hempstead hempstead yellow hornets and the west hempstead westerners are going to be running that state drill where do you personally like do you like to go away for the state tournament me, yeah, me, yeah. me do you, personally do you like to go away personally no, I'd rather stay home. You'd rather stay home yeah. and watch it? You'd rather be, yeah. I mean, I'll watch it. Stay home and run yeah. on a home track. Yep. I think winning the tournament, I want to win it if I'm away. Oh, do you? Because there's a lot more time to have soda. You can have a whole bunch of sodas all day long yeah. after that. I mean, it's kind of cool to win it because you're home and, and, and you can get everyone to come there. So, um... Just hold on one second. We're going to try to get Andrew Brom. Could you please get uh, Kenny Khan to come over here? Yes. We're going to try to have a... That's uh, Mike Pickering from Paul Washington. Hi, Mike. (laughs) Sorry. I'm I'm just out of it. Um, Mike, come on. Uh, Grab a headset over there. Come on, grab... So I hope everyone's uh, out there is uh, enjoying it so far. I know I'm not uh, Paulie and Scott, but uh, we're trying. Uh, we're trying here. Uh, I also want to congratulate Vinny Bogart. Vinny's getting married today, and uh, congratulations, Vinny. Um, welcome to Married Life. And hello, everyone. We are back. Sorry about that. Little technical difficulties. And uh, we have some new people on. Well, I guys like to introduce yourselves. Sure. I'm Kenny Khan. And Mike Pickering, a.k.a. Muggsy from Port Washington. So, uh, Muggsy, you're Port Washington Roadrunners. Pretty good year. Yes, they had a tremendous year. Second place county points. But putting a team together almost every week on the on a fly was a very good year for them. So right now I have the first, the county point winners, West Hempstead Westers, Kenny, and in second place, Paul Washington. Good rivalry right now, right? In the sport, I mean, uh, it, it's good. I mean, you guys you guys are right by each other. You're running back and forth, running back and forth. Um, you guys, dom- West Hempstead dominated ladders this year. We went over with the county points, absolutely dominated ladders. Paul Washington came in, won the hose events for county points for the year. And then we get into specialty events, and it was kind of a split. Yeah, very strange. Efficiency, they were a lot better. Yeah. Pump, you're even, and buckets, you're a lot better. So uh, it's, it's an interesting thing. And Andrew Brom is giving me a, a look. Um, Paul Washington, when did you start racing? I started racing in uh, actually for Wolves Park in 1968. <laughs> And then I moved to Port in 74. Oof, I was just a two-year-old in 74. In 74, I wasn't even born. Oh, God. You've seen a bunch of Port Washington teams run. Where do you rate your team right now? Uh, Probably one of the best teams I've seen on the course in all the years I've been involved with them. 
You know, I watch Port. I watch Port run. Um, a lot of talent. A lot of raw talent. I mean, uh, picking up Donald Smallwood. Uh, to me, race with him. Awesome racing man. Uh, Donald, you can put. He can run anything you want on the run at any time. It, it, it's tough to find diehard racing men nowadays. I uh, just don't understand the reasoning why the young guys don't want to do it. Um, but Donald is definitely, definitely a diehard racing man. And this year, Paul Washington going through Columbus. It's a tough thing. Climbing is a tough spot. Tough spot to fill. Yes. You know, you, you got a climber and you're a good one. Kyle's a good climber. Oh, Kyle is definitely going to be. Well, let me tell you something. You, you come out, you put a, uh, you put your, th- I think you're up to your third climber this year, right? Yes. You put some good numbers up. Yeah, I, I mean, mean uh, you have potential with RJ, and, and RJ yeah. had his, he showed his potential in, in Manhasset, but I just don't think RJ had the team around him when he came, from, when he was with Manhasset. Yeah, I kind of agree there. Um, you know, I think RJ, if, if RJ was in port, you would have a lot more competition back in the day between him and Kyle to run ladders. Kyle probably edges him out, no doubt, but I think Kyle had a better team around him. Yes, and um, RJ just, he needed a lot, stepping in like he did. It was a big plus, um, and I think, I just think RJ's commitment level wasn't where it should have been if he wanted to really be the, whereas Kyle was the complete opposite. Yeah, uh, RJ, you know, stepping in like that with his job and the hours and trying to do things around that. We have to worry about Kyle next year with that, but I remember when Kyle started last year. I, I don't know. Do you really think you're going to have an issue with Kyle and, and a Paul Washington PD? I don't and think Ray so. Ryan? I, I don't <laughs> think you're going to have a scheduling issue. I, I know Kyle's dying to get back on the ladder. I know that, and... Uh, I remember talking to Kyle last year when he first started running. I told him what he was going to run. I would just just watch him. I said, you are going to be putting eights up on the board. And he proved me correct. Yeah, eights, a 5-0. Even that, I give him more credit for the 5-0 than the eight. Yeah. Because well, the 5-0 and B-Ladder is, 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 is a feat. 5-0 is tougher. Uh, brother, 5-0 and B-Ladder is a feat. I mean, it is. It is, uh, you know... They say the four, but running the five, a four, a four is a four, four is a but, monster. But running the five zero is a shot, yeah. you know. So we had a, we had a poll question before I got you two here. I'm gonna ask you a question. Racing superstitions, we all have them. Do you have a racing superstition you did before a shot or before a tournament? Like, is there something you always had to do and say, yeah, I, I, I got to do it this way. <laughs> I got to do this because it's just in your head. It you had to do it. What is yours? Always you counted my paces off on the hydrant. You know, as I said, we had, uh, you know, that's a big thing. People got big. I had, uh, and check the height of the hydrant on my hip. <laughs> oh, we had Jack here before. Retaped, Jack retaped his coupling before running hydrant, but not at practice. You know, it yeah. is what it is. You know, I, I'm a very fidgety person. I was very fidgety during ladders. I have to check everything. I have OCD. I checked my digging handle. It was the same digging handle I dug with every single day, but I had to make sure it was in good shape. It was on. It was on tight. What do you have, Kenny? You have anything to uh? I would, re- you know, when I was digging, I would redo the tape every week or just shaving every morning of a drill. It's just a stupid thing. I said we go like the stupid things. We go into the state tournaments. I have a still, I have a different tradition for a state tournament. I have yep. to get a haircut on a Thursday before the state tournament and then shave before the tournament. Stupid, but I still do it every single time. But it's amazing if it works. If it works, even if it doesn't work, is guess what? It You're didn't doing work it. It didn't year. win. In, it didn't win in any. It didn't help me in motorized because I didn't win any states there. Yeah. It only helped me once or twice so far. So well, well, I can tell you, I shaved the morning at 12. So. All right, so that's good. So now you know I'll you shaved that. that day. But um, <laughs> so uh, we have 
the president, the incoming president of the state of New York, Kenny Kahn. This morning I, I was just doing some research and I looked at a list of the past presidents. It's pretty impressive. It you is. You know, I, I'm, I'm asking Kenny, how do you feel you're going to take a position that some of the racing greats had? I mean, you look at Bob Bean, Mike Welton, uh, Doug Howe. Uh, I could just keep going on lists of people. Harry Penny. Um, you know, all the list of these people that held your office, which I feel, you know, you look at racing and, and our thing, your life membership, which is incredible. You know, you're a life member. I, I am, when I look at the life membership list that I'm on, I, I'm in awe. I mean, I sit with Wilbur Young in the national list. I, I, if you're reading it off, his name is mentioned in my name. To me, it's an honor and a privilege to be there. But where you're going now is a list that's even smaller. And yeah. I count them today, 33 of them. That's it. Through this whole sport, there's only been 33 of them. You're going in. So you tell me, how does it feel to get to this point and plateau in this sport? It, it's a little anxious. It's, you know, to be, you know, and almost you're challenging yourself to prove yourself worthy to be up with those names. The, with the guys like Bobby Beam and, like you said, Harry Penny, Welton. You're trying to commit yourself to doing... To doing the right thing by the sport, and, and it's something that it's not only as a past president or going in as president of the state, it's part of why I'm also an official. It's part of why I'm doing it. You're paying back the sport. Sports enrich you so much, and whether you're a spectator or a participant, you're trying to live up to giving back to the sport. And that's a big thing. And it's, you know, I so I, I, I tremendously look forward to working with you this year, and I think we have an, an outstanding state board that is, I'm really leading, excited. is yeah. leading this sport. Even the areas, if you look at our area presidents and our areas, thing, our rules committee, the amount of work that all these guys put into this sport, it's, I, it's, it's just, and, and I'm, before I even forget, our officials. I mean, our officials are our backbone. I mean, we can't run. We can't race without them. So without those guys, we're not racing. You know, they're there. They're the guys that do it. And you know what? We do we do it not for the money. We don't do it for anything. We do it for free because we love what we do. It's not that you do it for free. You, you're giving back. There were the guys like Bobby Beam that did it for, he raised for what, 20-something years and then paid back the sport another 30, 40 years right. between being an official and being a past state president. And Those are the guys that you're honoring by doing what and stepping up because you can do it I and getting the privilege from Nassau County to be the state president. And then, you know... I mean, you had the, you had the privilege of probably meeting Wilbur Young. And, oh, my God. And talking to Wilbur. And you knew Bob Bean. And you knew you know, you know these guys, Mark Jaffe. Well, some um, of these younger guys Jimmy have lost Moreland, that. Jimmy Moreland. You know, these guys who are our past, who are, who are guys that raced, they did their job, like Kenny said. They came out, they raced. Right. And there were guys before them. And there's probably guys that we don't even know about that were before them that were officiating. You know, these guys who just who just continue the tradition that we have. And that's why I guess it is, is carrying the legacy and carrying the torch on what we have in this sport, which is, I, 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 I could not see myself, and I, and I bitch and moan, I'm going to retire no. tomorrow, or I'm going to do that. You never retire. I'm never going to leave. I love this, this whole entire thing we do. And it's taught me lessons. I taught all of you sitting here. It is lessons, friendships, 
everything in general. But I think that's the, the, the one thing when you said friendship. It is amazing to me that over the years, the people that I have met through this sport and the friends you make, you might not ever remember their names, you remember their face. But absolutely, going yeah. back and thinking, a lot of the guys today, the young kids today, where they don't do this, you don't know what you're missing. And that brings you another point. Like, and we we discussed this kind of at Nassau's meeting last night. There's some young guys. They need to start moving into these positions because, not that we're gonna go anytime soon, but you know what? It's it's time to, to carry the torch and move on. You know, we're gonna eventually. I'm not gonna be able to run down the course because I'm getting fat and I'm getting old. I'm not gonna be able to run down the course anymore. Where I'm gonna go and I'm gonna just be an official and I'm gonna officiate and that's where I move on and there's guys that gotta move up. And it starts all the way from the bottom, from the, the kid coming in to hold the ladder in three man, to the guy who's gonna climb, to the guy who's gonna be the co-captain, to the guy who's gonna be the captain, then to the guy who's gonna retire and be an official. And well, I think that's what that's what was lost in this sport because Jay, you grew up around this sport. As a kid, you went to drills. I went to drills. My father was a fluke. Your father was a, you know, with the rum runners. You were around. It, I was, that's what you did every Saturday, you, you know, when you were younger. So you were built into that culture. It's hard to do it, but you've you got to bring some of these younger kids into that culture and realize this is the way it goes. I, I, you know, I, and you, it's tough. Your comment there, it's true. A lot of the young kids say their father's not been a volunteer for him, and they don't know about right. this sport. I mean, when I was a kid, I used to, I guess you were talking about it before, running in the driveway with a garden hose. With, with cans on a brick. You know? And people looking at when you moved out of, out of the village. You know, when we moved out of the ghetto, people looking at you in Levittown, funny, going, what the hell are these kids doing? It's, but it, they don't know. Right. It, and that's, that I don't know how you turn around and you try to explain it to the young kids in the firehouse today. And it's very difficult to get them to want to run. The talent in so many departments must amaze me because they're not, they're not being utilized. No, and I, I think that's the toughest part, and I, I think that's part of our problem with the recruitment and, and teams losing and going by the wayside is because they don't have those kids that grew up with her. Right, and and it's tough. It, it, you know what? There's multiple people losing and leaving Long Island right now, and those are the kids that we had. I think that... Um, there's also some of the teams that have faded. If they had a little guidance, they'd be better teams on the course. If somebody would... I know back in the day, we would go to Oceanside's practice, help them out. People came down to help us out with, with pump and buckets. And See, that's a big thing. That's, that's a big thing that we do. You know... Um, and, I, and I gave it to, uh, when, when we won the state last year, I gave a lot of credit to West Hampton. I had guys from West Hampton, I asked, they asked, and you ask anyone, they'll help you. You know, I had a couple guys from West Hampton, I needed some work on some positions. Because sometimes when you're running an event, you can't, you don't can't, see what uh, you're doing. You, you can't, can't see what you're doing. So, you know, having those guys that come, that come and help you out, and that, you know, friendship, like you said, the friendship. Oh. You know, I never thought I'd be friends with a guy named Woody from Spencer. 
Like, no one thought that you'd be friends with a guy named Woody from Spencerville who invites people to sleep over. I don't know if Woody would call you a friend, but well, hey, an but, acquaintance. But, 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 like, I'm just saying in general, like, oh, he can invite you. Yeah, you gotta, but you gotta, know what? I got a guy I, named Woody from Spencerport that, that wants me to sleep over. You know, I think, as a joke, it's just funny, you know? I think that's the hardest part is that some of these teams need to come and reach out. Right. There are a multitude of people that have... All you have to do is ask. Exactly. And someone will show up. And there are people that have done different spots that you don't need to bring in. The, there's no... You don't have to bring in the ace expert right. to come in and show you how to run your drill team. And you know what? No one's going to give you their whole secrets. Right. And you're not going to become... You're not going to turn your team around overnight, but it's going to work eventually down the road when you do get some advice and some guidance on how, where the break is or... How many steps might take into this? Or whatever they're going to help them out with. And there were teams like CI and with the technology. And I'll give it to CI because go on YouTube. Everything is on. Everything is on YouTube right now. And CI, all you have to do is sit down and watch. Like little things I do with my practice. And see what they're doing. I pr- my practice itself, I tape every one of my practices. And it goes on YouTube that night. And my guys can watch practice. Every night when they get home. Back in the day, I mean, um, I mean, when you were racing, there was no video. You had a way to get developed. <laughs> you know. Now, no, but now you have but, teams that are starting up. That like even I'll take an, a, a flash in a pan, like Lakeview. They were told go out and film everybody. Right. You're gonna learn. Dude, just big thing. Put the camera out there and don't stop taping. You're a brand new team. You gotta pick up something. Um, you know. Look at how Call Place turned that team around this year. Call Place, but you know what? I think that's an advantage of practicing at Denton Avenue. Yes. Hey, you guys getting better. New I Park. You practice with New I Park. You practice with Paul Washington. You got two teams that are that. I mean, as I said before, you weren't. We're talking about New I Park. New I Park. You never count them out. You know, they're termites. Take up the termites. I'm, I'm not going to count them out. No, but, but they have a lot of knowledge on that a team. Lot of and a lot of knowledge around that it. Knowledge is good. If you look at any of the good teams, there's someone with knowledge on the team. You know. It's hard to have a startup team and and with no knowledge or anything or anything. Which is else why like you that. have to reach out. Right, we're reaching out. Humble yourself and reach out and say, Yo, can you do me a favor? Can you come down and watch this? Whether it's just lattice and see what my diggers are doing wrong. And it could be the average person, and I don't know how many people are gonna say, No, there's no way. Right. Yeah, so that's 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 the one. Thing I, I think that that's changed. And from talking to other a lot of the older people, you might want to chime in that maybe 50 years ago that never would have happened. Nobody would have come down and helped you out. Right. Now, now what they do, people do. I'll come in and help you. See what you're doing wrong. You know, even yeah. on the line, after after a shot, if, come I in see, and beat me. if I see a team, you know, and an old fashioned is a little different than the motorized, if I see a team that's doing something wrong, I'll talk to them after the shot. I'm like, you know, and just, and just, because there's so much, because, you know, overall, of course you want to win. All we, we want to do, that's what you do. You're racing to win. But you also want to race against competition. You don't want to walk away with something. You want people to learn and get better because them getting better makes you get better. You but know, you also don't no, want to. That's true. That's so true. I mean, you got a guy like Danny Slano from Ford. I mean, Danny's been a good friend of mine for as long as I can remember. And I remember Danny coming down to practice when he was a little kid taking pictures of us when we ran. And he is just an amazing asset to that team in Fort Washington. It's just amazing. Yeah, Danny. Danny's probably developed into one of the better drivers out there now, and he's he's given Kyle. He's got a team around him now that he could drive for, which I think is key. Yes, that's that's a big key. No, also, you know, it's you hard know. to learn how to drive when you don't have the team around you either, yes. and you're trying to coddle teams along. Right. I mean, you look at your driver too. I mean, my God. And that wasn't an overnight thing. You know, why don't you ask Doug Muller how how much he how far he rolled 
I've in seen, Lindenhurst. I, I've seen when I was raising those thumbs on some of Kenny's first shots. You yeah, know. They, they were pretty good. Uh, we talked about it actually after the state. Me and Kenny was over for a while after the state about it. And you know what? But the progression, progression with the sport, progression of the driver, learning, learning, watching, watching, it's everything. You know what though? I think, I think the advantage is right now though is technology is that you can sit down and watch what's going on, and I think you have more, and that goes with the help. Right. That you're not going to kill. No one's looking to hurt anybody. No, no, I, I, it, it's amazing. But you know, over the years, you've watched drivers and you say. What is he doing? What were you thinking? But you don't know until you get in the seat what he was feeling, what he saw. Yeah, that's correct. But, you know, I, I would think driver is probably one of the most difficult positions to pick up. And oh, they I talk imagine. about this, they talk about that, but if without the driver, you ain't doing anything. No, no. And that's why I say Danny, is he's amazing, and he, he's so into it. He, he is, I mean, I, I go to, I mean, unfortunately, this year I was living down south for most of the summer. And I had enough down there, and I moved back. And uh, but Danny is is uh, I watched him when he first got in the seat. And uh, if you have a correction, I go to practices, and I'll say maybe he always listens. It's not somebody that you can say, well, you make a suggestion to, and they, you know, yeah, okay. But uh, if you're right, driving is probably one of the most difficult play positions in the whole event, really. All right, so we just we're discussing this. I still have a couple more questions for President Khan. Uh, we got the state dinner coming up. All right. Yeah. Um, if you haven't been there, you gotta come. It's it's not it's not the one night. Uh, it's the entire weekend. It's the entire weekend. And coming up there Friday afternoon, hospitality room. It's a great night. We honor our state champions, our life members, the guys who've done stuff for this sport. Uh, it's something to come up and see. It's the 7th of November. You see your area rep for tickets. Um, and just come up. I mean, and we're watching this guy get sworn in. You can't ask for anything better yeah, than no. watching President Khan get sworn in. Who would have believed it? I'm he so excited show for up. it. Um, uh, Kenny's going to be on his best behavior. He's got to do a speech. He's speaking, right, Ken? You yeah, ready? No, ready? Speaking ready? is one of my best. You ready for a speech? Yeah, I'm ready for the speech. All right. Oh, I'm excited. Don't, as long don't, as I don't have to away. curse anybody out. I'll I, think, right, I, think, you know, I think I think I think Paulie's ready for his uh, his little act afterwards. I hope because I yeah, enjoy well, that. Well, Paulie better be on his best behavior. He's got to remember he's on the board now. <laughs> he is on the board. He's a junior mm-hmm. member of the board, isn't he? Yes, he is. I'm gonna have to remind him about that upstate. So we'll be joined with Paul Wilder from the Merrick North Merrick Buckeyes. Paulie, how are you? I'm good. How's everybody doing? Good. Uh, we went over county points this year, and we were just talking about teams up and coming. Your Merrick Buckeyes. Uh, I have the pleasure of, pleasure of practicing with you guys and watching the progression of you guys coming along. Um, a great core of guys you guys have. I mean, a uh, guys that want to work, um, that want to come to practice. Uh, you know, just give me a little run. How did you feel your season went? Uh, are, you're, are you guys? Are you guys? Happy on where you ended up this year on a, build, a rebuilding stage? And, uh, you know, I, I thought um, <clears throat> as a whole the season went rather well. You know, a couple of ups and downs, couple some real high points in the, in the Nassau County tournament. You know, we didn't have such a great state. It happens. Um, you know, but our philosophy, number one, has been better to have uh, one team on the course than two teams in the stands. So the merge, the merge for one has been a really good thing for us. The team's got good synergy. We in North Merrick don't have enough. Merrick Buckeyes don't have enough. It just made for a great fit. The guys are busting their butt. 
they're coming down. They're like sponges right now. So anything that the senior guys, guys that have been around the sport for a long time have to offer, they're trying to take it all in. So I'm really pleased with what's going on right now. Now, I'm sitting down and watching you guys come down to the county, which I, I thought our county, we ran the combo drill for the first time in a long time in Nashville. We had a little, you know, we little hiccups. Hiccups. We have some hiccups and stuff like that. But uh, overall, the drill was great. We had, we had a lot of teams out. You guys finished fourth, correct? Fourth or fifth? Fourth or fifth? Fifth. I think it was fifth. It was fifth. I think it was fifth. Yep. Now, uh, I know the county's not considered a major, but it's a step above, like, the St. George. Uh, we were talking about uh, call plays before putting the fire on your team, and I saw it at practice. After coming off that county, all your team wanted to do was practice, 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 and get better at what they are. Um, the steps you guys take, and watching everything that you see in, in tournaments, you know, we, we, we have uh, we, we category A teams and B teams. We talked about that before. We have the elite group, and then we have the B team. You guys are teetering coming into the A's in some of those events. I mean, monster shot and efficiency. I mean, a monster shot in Hempstead's efficiency. Yeah, each week things are getting better, uh, you know, little by little. Your host team is getting there. Uh, uh, your son, Anthony's from Hydrant. Uh, I, I kind of brought it up on a North Belmont broadcast. We were talking about it. The good Hydra man. Um, you know, the beginnings. You watch, I love watching the beginnings of a Hydra man or an Altham man. I like to watch them develop. Right. Because they just develop in front of your eyes. And, and you look at it on the little stuff that happens. Um, you know, your best event, besides efficiency, you got to efficiency. Where would you categorize your truck events? Where would you categorize you think your best event where we're going to see the Buckeyes shine next year in hose? Or ladders, you know, where are we going to see them shine next? Year? I see the next thing for us is probably um, in Seahawks. I don't know. I, I think I watching you guys. It, I think ladders are going to come around. Well, I no, you're no climber, doubt. and I think you can you can start cracking some times with your ladder team, and as long as those four guys stay team. off the truck. And then yeah, Mike's you know able what? to drop you right. There, that climber. Uh, what's his first name again? Steven. Are you just going to go to efficiency? He has the oddest efficiency target hit I've ever seen in my whole entire life, but he can hit the target. <laughs> that kick can hit the target. But they it's, get out, and it's it works what, for it's what, Right? Am I right or wrong? It's one Absolutely. of the oddest I mean, efficiency targets. on the run. On the run, on but the it's run. just it's awkward. Like, when you look at him, like he's looking at the target, all of a sudden the target goes up. I'm like, what's going on here? But uh, Lattice, Seahose, I watch you run Seahose. I think Seahose think. Uh, I think Seahose is a little bit easier to master before B.O.'s. Um, just because of the, I guess the speed and I off on the hydrant and stuff Pretty like quiet. that. Um, so we're coming into a year. You guys going to go upstate? I know two years ago you guys weren't able to go to state tournament. You guys going to go up this year? Absolutely. It's awesome. already on a calendar. Um, you know, talking to you guys at the state tournament, just watching the team develop. Uh, and as I said, it's awesome to watch you guys practice because I get to see it, you know, and. I love both sides of the sport, the motorized and old-fashioned, but watching you guys practice is great to run. Um, how does the combining work? You know, we really never talk to teams who combine. How does it work? Is it, is it, is it an interesting concept? How do you guys – I know you guys make it work very well. Um, give me, like, the perspective, you know, for other teams that might want to combine. You know, it's out there. Guys who are listening who aren't in teams or who want, you can combine. We have rules that make it. But teams like America North America to get on the track, as Paul said before, we don't want to see two teams in the stand. We'd rather see one team. Run. No, I think it's been successful in Nassau County. You, 
It you've is. Seen, you've seen somebody try and break the fringe on Suffolk with Sayville Holbrook, but that's three teams. It's Sayville Holbrook and Hageman. But Garden City Park, New I Park, they've, they've had success. They had right. limited, and they were able to be competitive because they combined. If they didn't combine, like you said, there's two more teams in the stands. Absolutely. Now, is and the more people pa- that you put in the stands, there's nobody on the course. There's nothing to go see. You know, is there more patience involved in it? Yes. Yeah, you know, listen, you tread the water lightly a little bit because, you know, you don't want to insult, you know, either one, one side. Um, there's some growing pains. But it started out really, it starts out with our Board of Fire Commissioners, their Board of Directors. We have a great relationship. Because you guys so, have an oddball combination also. It, it is because, because it's not it's two not fire, fire districts. districts. Right, exactly. Um, you know. But tremendous amount of respect back and forth, a tremendous amount of trust. So pretty much what we do from the financial side of it is everything gets split down the middle. We understand and we know Merrick owns the trucks. They're their rigs. And it, and it's a great situation. We have a, a great situation with Mike as not only as the driver, but also as the internal mechanic. So, and you know, also, some of those data... Awesome have there. It, absolutely. It really is. They, well, like, he think, I think the question, and, and, and this was the whole purpose of combining and everything, but now, Paul, do you see yourself sitting there with 15 guys for North Merrick start shopping B&C trucks? And I know you guys participate with with Merrick at the 6th Battalion, but if you have 15 guys, is it time to say thank you, Merrick, but it, it's time for us to have... You know what? We're not even we're not even at that crossroad. And um, is that a fair question? It's a great question. Right now, that's not even on our horizon. Right? The, everyone is happy with the situation. I don't see 15 guys coming down the pike. But you know what? You know, with winning breeds... Success brings winning, without a doubt. I have 20 teams on my team right now, (laughs) and that's only from... um, But right now, we have a really good situation. The guys have great synergy. You know, they work together well. We're all from the the neighborhood. What's really special, I think, a lot of second-generation guys on our team. We talked about that before. You know, okay, I didn't didn't hear that. But, you know, with the Munsons from the Merrick side, you got Wilders, Stephen Manguel, our nozzle man climber, um... Anthony Vicario, his dad and uncle Bolt shared some time on the old-fashioned stump jumpers. There's a lot of second-generation guys. I might even be forgetting one or two, and I apologize for that. But so it's really special now because the dads ran together, and now the sons are running together. So it, it, it's kind of unique for us, and I I wouldn't have it any other way right now. You know, we're Good. talking about uh, getting along with teams and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, and I love four towns. The four town teams are well. We have four teams, which ends up being three total teams. Now, and you look at practice facilities now are coming hard to find and stuff. But when you get a good bunch, I think it happens in Hempstead, in Hempstead with West Hempstead and Hempstead. I mean, we have a great running relationship with Merrick. We practice oh, no with doubt. Merrick on every, it's basically every, every day. But we, we can run with North Belmont tomorrow. And, right. you know, it's great the amount of uh, how we work together and how we, and how we practice together. And that's what we were talking about before is building relationships and, and hanging out and doing all that. And it, it comes where you, you're close with teams in your own county. You move yourself out to other counties and stuff like that. And you guys learned that, I guess, uh, Merrick camped out at the state tournament, which I thought we, was fantastic. We had a ball. I, anybody who took a look at our tent and our campsite. It was fantastic. You watched them go. It was, and, it was like a I, mansion. I, I got to interject on that. South Hempstead, again, going back to Benny. I, I remember I was there. You guys came and, and hung out. I don't know if it was the first state tournament for some of the guys or whatever. It was. South Hempstead. If anyone doesn't know, 
puts out the most incredible spread I've ever seen for a tailgate party at, at a state tournament. And the guys from North America were coming over, hanging out, having a having a blast. And again, goes back to the brotherhood. We all had a great time together, hanging out. They camped out in Ridge. It was, it was just but a, but we a really do, good time. we do have a new party champ this year because they stayed there. So they are the party chips. You well, gotta well, go we on. Gotta check the they are the, the last ones chip. off the course, though, too. In fairness, they what are you awake? Are the last ones off? What are you awake? We'll have to check the rule book on that. They, I think they were sleeping. I don't know if that disqualifies you. But uh, looking well, forward to the. Daryl. He's been asleep for a lot well, of after parties. He was asleep, I think, for half the party. So look into the future. We got a, we got a bunch of guys here who's raced for a long time. We got a lot of racing experience right here, sitting right now. The future of this sport going forward. I think it's fantastic. I mean, the amount of strides we have made with the radio, the video, it's unbelievable. You know what? I'm, I'm sitting at work. I can't make all the motor race tournaments. I'm sitting at work. I pop my iPad out, put it on my desk at lunch. I can watch a tournament. It's fantastic. It is. Trying mean, in on that for the future, I, I, I do think it's a great thing that we're allowing teams to combine that. Where, where you wouldn't have one or the other and, and, and right. that no, that's, that's great. combined to that's keep great. them on the track is a great we, uh, we joke about it in our firehouse all the time because I, I share um, the boardroom now with um, one of the commissioners that I also went that I raced with and went and, and went through the chief chairs with and we laugh because 20, 25 years ago we had commissioners saying, ah, in 10 years there won't even be drill team. Racing's and here we dead. are now. Racing will be dead. Yeah. I think everyone and said that. You know what? Ten years is not going to be racing. I mean, like, but, but you think about it. Like, I wish I had a dollar for every time I heard that saying. I every mean, other excuse has, has been wrong. And honestly, yeah. it's just about reaching the, the people out there. I mean, because we're our own worst enemy, and we can kill the sport easily. Right. I mean, you got to give... But true. We could, we could actually... Not only can we kill it, but we could actually revive it and bring it back. We've by helping, there's, there's a lot yeah, of other adapted. stuff that can help. We've adapted to some stuff. You have to give Chris, you, have to give, you guys have to give Chris things. Murphy and the media committee and this committee thing. They are working tremendous amount and getting the word out on how this sport is a fun is a is a is a building tool for membership. I mean, you Chris, guys Chris and everybody else, else do a great job with this. And, and that's the thing. It's it is a recruitment tool. It's right? recruitment. It's, well, it's a tool. Today is a great example of that, right? We're here really. <coughs> For two reasons. One, to raise some money for the Drill Team Cabs Association. But more importantly right now, Benny's time of need. And that's what makes this sport so great because here are a bunch of guys right after the season on a Saturday afternoon out here to support probably, and no offense to this association, but but probably for Benny and his family. More importantly, that's what makes this sport And then on that note, so I don't forget again, go to GoFundMe.com. Search for uh, Benny South Hempstead Fire Department. If you're not here tonight, please donate. It's five, even five dollars. Just donate five dollars, guys. You know, it's one of our own that had an unfortunate incident in this house. He needs our help. That's what we're here for. We help each other. And, and we said it before with Kenny. We help each other race. We help each other everything that we can do. Yeah. Whatever we can do to help someone. To and I think the connections that you make is part of this. Help them, you know. But the connections that you make racing, people have no idea. And it goes from the Queens border, whether you're in Belleville, well, yep. they don't race, but out Coral to Montauk, you have no idea who you're going to run now. into. Friends for life. You know, my wife, who wasn't a part of this, never seen it, this and that, she is amazed every time we go somewhere else, and I know somebody from this department, that department, and oh yeah, no, we got hooked up, we're going over to here to sit now. One of, right. one of, one of and my she just, 
the, the jaws dropped. I thought and you were like, going to say something bad. I would have had to tell her. I'm just like, no, yeah, yeah, uh, she'll probably listen to this later. She I'm, knows I'm already in the doghouse. I'm already uh, in the doghouse. I can't say anything. I mean, a, a funny story is I was, I was away. I think it was, uh, I was down in the harbor, and I had, uh, I was in North Dome, I had a ringy ding shirt on, and some little kid came up and goes, oh, I watch you race all the time. I'm like, that's pretty cool, you know? Yeah. It, it's like, you know, I'm not saying you're super Which tall, is but a good it, effect. It's pretty cool, you know? Yeah, this guy watched me race, and the kid's and, all excited, you know? And then you had the bad effect, to a certain degree, and I feel bad for the, um, somewhat. But you had a patchwork chief begging the association, please stop. Because people associated the lawsuit with every single member of Patchogue. Well, we discussed, you weren't here for the Patchogue, we decided to table the Patchogue issue before. Guys, every, uh, I didn't get that memo. We tabled that before. Everyone, we okay. tabled everyone that has, their, that's everyone has their opinions on Patchogue, but let's, let's stick to the positive. In the in the, the uh, positive thing. So the positive thing, Paul, we were talking before, the state tournament. I know I've said this a hundred times, I'm going to say it a hundred times more. Unreal. The state tournament this year was unreal. Oh my I God. Mean, it's the best oh thing. Oh, my God. I, if you don't, I mean, I don't care if you don't follow racing. If you follow any sport whatsoever, watching that tournament, the finish, was phenomenal. I mean, uh, unbelievable. Mathematically, I, mean, I, I couldn't figure it out. I, I, I can only imagine if, if they bet on this sport in Vegas, how many people would have lost money. You know, and that and was incredible. It was just, it incredible. Was just unbelievable. And but that's a good thing for us. It's going to move forward. You know, this, I mean, you look at people, I've got phone calls from people that, that didn't watch, that really haven't watched racing in a while. My old man, my father, he, he, he stopped racing in 71. You know, he came out to the tournament, then went home and sat, my mother said he sat on the computer and he was looking at his little computer screen. And he can't figure out how to put it on a big screen yet because he's right. just, he's not that electronic. Like, to go to Richie's house. Yeah, that's what they do. They got to go to, they got to go to Richie Gell's house because Gell's has, know, big, Gell's big, has big the big screen. screen. <laughs> but like going back to the big screen, I was watching the Ice of Town tournament. I couldn't get out there. But I'm sitting in my living room, having a beer, watching racing on a 55-inch TV. How awesome is that? I mean, it's unbelievable. How great it's is almost, it? It's, it's great surreal. if you can't it's make it there. Yeah. It's know, unbelievable yeah, if you could be there. You know, like, you think about it, like, you know, we all grew up in a racing. Can you imagine I could watch a tournament from my living room? <laughs> you know, you were happy when you got videotapes from, like, and you put the videotape in, you rewind, fast forward, rewind, fast forward, and that would be exciting. But you watch the whole tournament live. I mean, it's it's great. And the work of uh, Chris Pres- Murphy, Pres- Freddie, uh, the guys who that, that put this together. And like the radio years, guys, years, you know, Paulie, Lenny, Twan, uh, you know, Jack, you've been on, I've been on, uh, Neil Brogan, you know, guys have been on Artie, and sat there, Artie, um, I mean, the amount of stuff, you know, and we all have a different, a different view of the sport, and none of us are wrong. We all have a different view of the sport, and we have a different, you know, aspect of it, and it's fun to listen to everyone speak on what they see and how they do it. Yeah, some maybe some people might say they're wrong, but... The perspectives yeah. is amazing. It is. It's just... It's the perspectives, the, no, lang- do it. the language. Yeah, the language. The spikers, the diggers. Right, diggers. The right, and you know what? what I would love... Saying. Anchor, you know, dragger. I, I've had, I think we had, Scott Megan, we had Scott Megan on the radio before and listened to different terminology from... Well, you know, we had Woody... Well, there's about 30 pages on the glossary on right, Digger. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, we have, we have Woody on the radio. Just to listen to different, like, how they explain stuff is so is so unique. Because it's, we're together, but we're not. You know, there's right. Northern, Western, Nassau, Suffolk, and there's just different, there's even difference between Nassau and Suffolk. We have little small variations. Um, and then sports evolving. And you get a department like CI, uh, not to bring them up, because, but they, 
they're going to look into something else to give them the advantage. And they've actually, you know, they're with Patchogue, who, not that, I know you tabled it, but they led the innovation. Innovation. You know what? It's, uh, it's the department that comes oh out God. and sees what's the next I step. Mean, we can, we can use the How word, can I do that? We can word, use the word cheating. We've all... I'm not, not saying not cheating. Nah. It's innovation. Know, but people use the word cheating. They do. But it's it's trying to... And it's like anything else well, so in yeah, life. Every, every, everything you're trying to do, you're trying to, to gain the edge. Gain the edge. And I, don't, I don't say cheating. You're trying there to is gain a lot. the most competitive edge that well, you can I mean, there is a lot of edges. I mean, stupid little stuff. Stupid little stuff that we do. We're getting we're getting flashed by a bartender. The student like should have come out. If, if 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 you're not here, get that. It's like for, ex- like for example, there's some guys that run behoves with a straight adapter, and there's some guys that run with a curved adapter. Right. What's better? We don't know. Well, again, going back to what we were saying before, when when you're dealing with hundreds of a second, detail. Paying attention, Central Islip is one of the, the biggest innovators of paying attention to detail that if they get three hundredths of a second, now to anyone normal, what does that mean? That's nothing. nothing. You can't even snap nothing your fingers in that right. time. But that may be the difference between five points and four points and three points. And, you know, like, and they do it all the time. They, like they're some always stupid, trying to get better. Like I'll give you like stupid little stuff that I do. I mean, I run with a smaller plate on my target. I run with uh, a shorter stick on my hand. Like, and it's just to improve. You run with a short stick, Jay? I can't believe you just talked about a short stick. I I can't believe it. Yeah. He went there, folks. Andrew Brown. Openly admitted it. He went there. I did go there. Um, But going back to, like, Patchogue, and and I I may be wrong, but when we think about the innovation, I mean, Gary Parisi, he was probably one of the first hydroman to move himself to the outside of the step. When I first started racing in, in... in the early 80s, Hydra Man was on the inside. Right. And that I moved that's how I looked. And Gary was probably one of the first guys I saw jump off the angle from the outside of the step. Um, you know, it's just the innovation of sport, it just progresses, you know, and you think it's not going to get better. You know, a good conversation, uh, uh, Pat, well, good co- here's a good conversation. We're talking about numbers of, uh, you know, we got, we got numbers like Roosevelt was the first team to run a seven. The time is never coming out of the sevens, okay? It's staying in the seven. It's going to be a seven-something, all right? We got uh, B-ladder is a four. It's never coming out of the fours, all right? C-ladder is in the eight. It's never coming out of the eight. Now C-hose, the elevens are there, you know? The elevens right there. We just went to that pronto. We went to the eleven. Right. You know, three-man ladder, can we get into the fives and three-man ladder? I think so. It's got to be a perfect shot, but we can get into the fives and three-man ladder, 599, 598. You know, you, know what they, you know what they said years ago, no one will ever get out of the eights in Bebo's. Yeah, but we just said that. Right. We're talking about, like, numbers. We're talking about numbers in general. You know, motor pumps never getting out of the fives. I mean, can it? I mean, can motor well, pump get out of the will never get out of the 20s. I, I, mean, I know, but uh, it would be just the progression of the sport. But there are some, like, locked numbers. Bihos never getting out of the sevens. You're not running a sub-seven in Bihos. Uh, it's almost an impossibility. Unless, well, yeah, I, I, I would say so, but you never know. I, you I, I'll never just know. say you never know. You want so, to be optimistic, but reality, probably not. So, Paul, you're here True. now. We were doing this is our, our question of the day, and you can come by text way, us in. By the way, 738 is still a number in, in my mind. <laughs> yeah, well, it's going to be always for that. Superstitions. Before a tournament or before a shot, do you have any? When you ran, did you do oh, something? Did you? Know. you <laughs> 
Absolutely, without a doubt, there were certain things. Whether it was we had a good tournament, I'm not shaving till the next tournament, things like that. What's funny now, and people may have seen it, I set my son's adapter, and every time I get to the hydrant, I set his adapter. I dry my feet. There you go. I still catch myself rubbing my, drying my feet off, like I'm gonna run the shot. Yeah, um, it's funny. So there's, there's, there's so, so many, there's yeah, so much weird doubt. stuff, Pat. Did we discuss yep. this before? Would you have, do you have a superstition? Uh you know, I, I really don't know if I do. The probably the only thing I do is wear black socks. Yeah, but it's something, you know. Yeah, yep. you know, I don't even know if I do it on purpose. I just, I, every every tournament, yeah, I guess that's it. I, I don't think about it though, Jay. I don't sit there and go, oh, I have to wear black socks. But, but there's, I just, some, there's people that do stuff just out of habit. You know, like they, they, here's something. There's no um, intimate relationships to me before a tournament. Never. I won't do it. It's just. You know, I, women weaken legs. Remember women that legs. Yeah, you know, stupid little things that you don't even think about. Right. You Again, know that, that not, you won't do. There's you know, things I do. There's things I do every shot, but there's there's nothing that I have to like that I have to do like superstitious wise for before I run. Yeah, we feel the same way on this. We're big. Uh, you know, a lot of teams do the high fives and all that stuff. I I honestly have to say, going back to the the taboo patch out. <laughs> No, no name calling. I think it's the best call up I've ever seen. Gary Parrish just looked down, go like this, nod his head, and then they, and then they took off. You know, I'm not a big handshake guy. You I, look I wanted at, to be on a truck and gone. I, I didn't. You look at the traditions, right? And you know the two revs, right? I go to Roslyn. I come from North Belmont. I get on a truck, two revs. I go to run C Lada. Oh, that's dangerous. I go to C Lada. They just call off and go. So you get on a rig, oh, man. You're not used to it. You're used to like a little rev. You, you, you know what I mean? Like you, you, you squat yourself into the truck and you get some rev. All of a sudden it's just now I'm the first time I'm doing it. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, this this is horrible. So you know it's even that's funny. But then when you have the driver and you change it, if they forget, like you know, it used to be one and now it's three or vice versa. Yeah, you know, <laughs> somehow they make a mistake and forget and no one's on the truck. And know? the revs mean absolutely nothing. They mean absolutely nothing whatsoever. They're just it's just a tradition that the team yeah. does. You know? And it's funny because you know from coming from another team when you come over to another team, especially and you guys done it, um, switching team. From call offs to everything in the world. It's it's an adjustment when you when you go to switch to when you yeah. switch to a different team. We came uh, we came from West Hempstead where we do absolutely nothing. We say everybody's name, rev the truck and go. I went to Westbury. Westbury, Westbury and Seahose, everybody gathers around the driver. They put all hands in on the driver, and then let's go. And then we get on the truck and go. It was a, it was a, it was a big adjustment. I, I hated doing it, to be very I, honest. I, with I you. just wanted to race. I didn't want to, I didn't want all the nonsense. But never liked doing that. The stuff. funniest story I want to tell is about little Ralphie, going back to when he, when he started throwing. Now throwing is a little bit of a, is a little bit of an interesting ride. So Ralphie Jr. when he started throwing. Before the truck even revved, before even the call-off, Ralphie Jr. would stand on the back step, hold the handle, and hold the ladder. And I said, you're going to get tired by the time they take off the truck. Right. So I now, mean, now I watch him, and now he's more comfortable. You know, when he first started doing it, he was a little nervous. Now, he, now he's, you know, has his foot down like everybody else. So now it, it's funny, but, like, you just see little stuff like that that's interesting. You watch people's growth and the, the way they I mean, I mean, literally, he was on the truck. He was on the truck for, like, a minute. Basically, when we pulled up to the line ready to throw, he was standing there on the truck, 
before the call, before, yeah, ready to go, you know, just yeah. shitting his pants, like, fuck, I, and, and, I really don't want to throw. And what you were saying, Jay, really wasn't without him on it, I'll just right. put it like that. So, you know, like, even you look like little stuff, uh, when, uh, I was in Roslyn, I wasn't, uh... Oh, hold on, Jay, let me just cut you off real quick. Uh, the Westerners are about to go give Benny a thousand dollar check, so we're going to head over there, and then we'll come back in a few minutes. Awesome, you want to... We got, uh, The Nose is going to join us. There you go. Uh, so we're talking about, like, just funny stories like that. I'll give him mine. I'll sign off if you want. Okay, yeah. You do that. And I'll come back and visit later on. So we're going to, we we're just talking about, uh, I got Billy Cornell with us. Billy, <laughs> welcome. Um, hey, Billy, we're talking about uh, superstitions before your race, on the track, before a tournament, or before your run. Do you have any? I mean, like, do you wear different underwear? Do you do something? Oh, what is you just took the words right out of my mouth. What is what is your what is your superstition? I have the you have? same pair of underwear I started with in 1993. So do I. I don't wear them anymore, no, but they're I in wear, my racing bag. I wear them every day. They're gray right now. A little Leo in the front, a little brown in the back, but I still wear them every single every single tournament. I keep them in a plastic bag so no one, uh, you know, it's, it, it's cleanly. <laughs> but uh. We look at, uh... Am I on? No, you are on. on. So, yeah, Nose, on. Nose, you're on. Tell me, you have All a superstition? Because right. you, no, you look I, like a superstitious guy. I actually guy. have a story to tell you why I'm late. Okay, I would like to hear this story why Nose is late. Okay. Now, I hope knows. it's clean, right? Yeah, it's clean. Oh, this, it's is P, this is PG Radio we're doing it's now, actually, okay? It's actually, um, a reminisce story a little bit. And okay. A little, a little bit of a sad story. Um... I belong to this club, Holiday Inn Club, because I, want, I live up in Liberty. I need to come to Long Island to stay in hotels, right? Right. So I wanted to come to this benefit today, but the hotel, the Holiday Inn right here was booked. Oh, it's booked? Because I planned on staying there because I was going to get a, I was going to have a lot of extra sodas tonight. Yeah, it's definitely booked. All right, so, so I guess I can't do that. Nope. So, um... Red roof, right I over there. I find a hotel, because I have the points where I can stay at the hotel. It's by, uh... Kennedy Airport. So I said, you know what? I've never been to this place. I'm going to go there and check it out before I come here. So I go there, and it's on the end of Snake Road. Do you know where Snake Road is? Absolutely Snake not. Road. All right. If you lived in like Didn't Western... Did jump Snake Road? If you lived in Western Nassau County, you would know where Snake Road is. Snake Road is a road where they dumped... Supposedly, the mob dumped bodies there years ago. In That's the, a good place. All right. And so I take Snake Road all the way to the end, and there's this hotel, right? So I, I book the hotel, I go to the hotel, and then I look at the map, and I'm saying to myself, wait a minute, this would be his track right here. I haven't been there since 1998, the last time we won the county. What happened in 98? And uh, I said, I got to go check out this track. So I go to the park, right, and I can't get in. It's all, it's all fenced off, and I can't get in. Okay. So I'm saying, I, I got to get on the track. So, I just stop walking onto the golf course. I walk all the way around till I get to the water. And there's a bunch of kids hanging out there. And I said, I'm not, they, they start running. I'm like, you don't got to run. I'm not here for you. I'm here for the track. Did you jump the so fence there, Tony? I, I jumped the fence. <laughs> <laughs> that had to be something to see. Now, I go, and I haven't been there in a long time. I mean, that place is really, really big. I didn't realize how... That, that, that facility is a large facility. That is the second largest facility. I think it's bigger than four towns. It's it a, might be. It's a nice facility. It's a, well, it was a nice facility. I mean, it, had, it has the stands. It has a nice track. 
the arch, but the only thing that really got me sad was that it's in major disrepair. You know, uh, we were talking about this before, about facilities and practice facilities. There's not many left. No. You know, uh, in Nassau County alone, we got, uh, I mean, the prestige facilities, four towns, Mer uh, Hempstead. You know, Rockville Center we just ran on, it's a nice facility. Needs a little work, nice facility. But not, it's not in the four no. towns. It's not in the four towns. Um, you got three or four tracks in Nassau, that's all you, you got. Know, but th this track, do you know who, who, who's in charge of this track? Nassau County. It's the only official, official Nassau, Nassau County, County track. track. Correct. It's not a town track. It's not a, uh, a team track. It is a county track. So Levittown ought to practice there instead of driving to Islip is what you're telling me. I'm telling you, it's a beautiful track. It, ha it has the concession stands. It's got... Oh, it's a, it's a beautiful I mean, the facility. length of the track, the length of it is like the longest track I've ever seen. Even after the arch, it's, it's a... I mean, whoever built that place, they built it great. But you got to go to Point Pleasant. That's a, that's a long track at Point Pleasant. So... I, I walk I walk around the whole place. I took like a ton of pictures, and then I get to, I get to the arch. And the arch, the door is swinging. It's all busted. I'm like, Hey Tony, quick question for you now. Let me ask you, if the Hornets paraded that day, do you guys win the county title, or do you guys lose? I think the Hornets got gotcha. you. Oh yeah, they, 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 I think they were way ahead in points. Oh yeah, it took you to like uh, what, like B hose or well, something. Well, I think to a lot of people them. don't know the story. I know the story. Tell the story. A lot of people on, on, on uh, Southern Southern New York was a point drill. Right. Woodmere. Was that 90, uh, 98, I guess, right? Right. 98 drill. Uh, and why did we we, 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 we started the we were start When was the, the parade? The parade was after the tournament. We had no, a big no, 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 no. The parade was on a Sunday. And it rained. No, right the parade was yeah. that night because we went home from the drill. We got loaded at the track. Really? You're wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry that you're wrong. No, no, no. We had to come back that night because I know why. Because the, the Smoky Stovers took my my tired carcass back to the Southern Parkway that night and I got I got picked up by some fellow turtles. Well, it rained very hard. And that's the reason why the, the Hornets never came back because they didn't, there was no, there was no rain day for the tournament. They ended up making up after the tornado that came in on Labor Day and we all remember that at, at Hicksville that day. Well, wait a minute. You're throwing the whole story into whack. No, I can't. Wait it a minute. Let me, you're telling it wrong. <laughs> I'm telling you. What happened was they had a parade on Sunday, and the tournament was going to be the on the parade was Saturday what night. What drill are we talking about? The 98, 98 County drill. County drill in 98. It was postponed. It was Southern New York. It wasn't no, County. No, it was Southern New York. It was Southern New York. I got All my right. stuff together, partner. Bill, but the Bill problem was that it rained really, really hard like all over the county. It was raining hard. And Hempstead didn't send no representative down to see if, if they're going to have the parade. Right. So I'm in the middle of marching in this parade. I'm going, I'm, I'm turning to Reed, and I'm saying, wait a minute. I don't see Hempstead here. He goes, they got to be here. I said, I'm telling nope. you, I don't see them, man. That's what that's that's almost, That was Saturday that's night. That's almost like Dwight Park forgetting a flag at CI. So there you go. then the tournament was after that. And, and they couldn't race. Well, they didn't run the tournament until the second week in September. Correct, correct. The only reason why I know is because I had a brand new driver who was terrible. Names not be mentioned, but and who we, we, who we scored with an 840-something in, in B-Hose. It's the question. only time he's rolled the B-Hose truck right the whole year. I got a question for you. <laughs> who was on the termites who ran? Am I on, can you hear me right now? Yes. Yes, all right. Can you hear me now? So wait, so before, we go, in, before we go into this, I want to kind of keep to the motif of the day. Okay, we're going to finish up. I have motif. I'm smoking over there, by the way. Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, so, no, I want to finish this up. But I, have, I actually have questions for both of you here on this. Because with 
You guys are well, racing at the same time. Let me just ask one second. Who ran Hydrant that day? For New Eye Park. You. I'm a turtle, my friend. 1998, who <laughs> ran Hydrant at that drill? I'm a turtle, not a termite. I was jealous of you guys. Right, I had race, one point for this buffs. season. Who, who was running Hydrant? Patrick Cook. Pat Cook ran Hydrant. Uh, there's a there's a racing legend that... He was uh, with <laughs> you guys for one year, right? No, one year, one and he year. raced that whole day, and we won that tournament. Yeah. That was yeah. the last tournament and the last time he raced with the tournament. Okay, so we're going to go into the... Uh, <laughs> oh, this is great, Jay. We should go over the Pat Cook. Uh, so we're not going to go over the Pat Cook era. <laughs> we're going to end that right now. We're not going to go over the Pat Cook era in New High Park. So... <laughs> Oh, one year of it. Nose, I know you have racing superstitions because you are the biggest superstition in the world. What do you got, Nose? What do you got for me? What did you do? Uh, trying to think. You were a sweatpant guy, I know that, right? You were big on sweatpants racing, right? No, no dickies for you, just sweatpants, right? I'm trying to think of superstition. I don't really think I had any. None? None. I had the same answer, Nose. I have I'm trying to think. The only thing I ever did was wear black socks. I don't even know that it's a superstition, but I just wear black socks. That's it. Yeah. I can't. I honestly um, can't think of anything else. He does. No handshakes. No nothing like that when we race. I think the only thing I've done was I can't wear nothing yellow. <laughs> okay, I'm well, sorry, that's, that's a superstition. If I put something on that was yellow, I had to take it off. All right, so listen, guys, we got 20 minutes to go on this broadcast. How about that stripe down your back, Tim? <laughs> we have 20 minutes to go on this broadcast, and I kind of want to talk about this season in a whole. we got some guys that's been around for a long time. We know the most exciting state tournament ever. We watched it. I don't know. I think so. Uh, it, it was awesome. I thought the CI tournament was a lot better. We're here in Nassau County right now. What's the outlook for Nassau right now? What do you see? What do you see with the teams we have and the way they're moving up? We talked to we had the guy from Merrick Buckeyes. We had Paul from Merrick Buckeyes. Who's an up-and-coming team? We see them coming up. It's a lot we, of work. We got the West Hempstead Westerners, who are the dominant team in Nassau right Dominic, now. Definitely. Okay? We got Paul Washington. who with, cup coming. Who, with a third-string climber, took second in county points. Uh, we have the Hicksville Hicks. We have the North Belmont Rinkinings, who we actually should talk about a little bit more. That's sure. a good team right there. Yeah, right. Good team. You know, they had a little unfortunate accident there, but... You know what? But they, they got a good team. They have, a, they have a great core of guys. If they could you have know, practiced last year, they would have been they would have been dynamite. You know, you look at them, they're, they, you know, they're coming up. You know, I think we got a lot of good teams in Nassau County that are coming up. You know, we can go back to the days in the two, you know, back with it. It was, you know, you look at our county point championships, right? I think I'm a, we can go back to like 87, 80, 86, 84. It's West Hempstead, Hempstead, New Eye Park, and you snuck a Roslyn in there. That's the only hey, That's the right. only teams to win county points. I'm talking about winning county no, points. You're right, you're right, you're right. I'm talking right. about winning county points. Like, you're talking just a, a four-team, not even a four-team, only thing Roslyn out of the equation. A three-team domination the, the of that's county points in Nassau, where you go to Suffolk County, and you and even northern and western, you know, you had dispensable points of the day, and you had, you know, you had teams. But you know, let's, let's keep Nassau, those guys out of the conversation. Nassau, the domination Nassau. of those three teams. I mean, West Hempstead, West Hempstead, Hempstead, and New Eye Park. I mean, you're talking about dominant drill teams. It's, it's Hempstead. I mean, it's Hempstead and New Eye Park. I mean, like you got West Hempstead now. Uh, I know they played well, but they're, they're good now. But but back in the day, you, but you, you, the day you talked about was 
Can you beat the Hornets? Right. Can you beat the Hornets or can you beat the Termites? Well, can you beat the you know Hornets? Can you beat the Termites? I mean, and the, the Hornets were, were always ter- better. Termites are right there. They, they were good, but I just say Hempstead was, Hempstead the, was the, great. the most dominant team in that. Jojo, Jojo you know, ran and everything. Like I said, I, was saying, I had the pleasure of practicing with you guys and watching and just going and watching them practice back in their heyday. In, in, you know, you're talking like the 2000s when they were good. To watch them practice is kind of... It's and you guys did it with the Hornets, right? I mean, when yeah, you were we, running, we practiced with the Hornets and watching actually only. You know what? We ran on separate days as the Hornets. Actually, right. It was always a cool thing when we did practice together because you kind of you kind of got a feeling of where you were. You know, right. you saw them run. We would run back to back, see ho shots, and we'd say, you know what? Maybe we're there now. Now, but you look at the battle, like, and you just take positions. What? Look at Ralph from New I Park and JoJo from the Hornets. Look at just those two climbers. I mean, guys, those are two Hall of Fame, we don't have one, <laughs> but Hall of Fame climbers, all right? Oh, now, sure. Now we go to the host teams, okay? Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ralph's on the nozzle. Matt Spinelli. Yeah, Ralph and Matt And Spinelli. JoJo's on the hydrant. You know, so and great nozzle. you look at Mike on hydrant and JoJo on hydrant. I mean, they were kind of teams that were just, they were... Different yes. but identical. Yeah, you know true eight mean? event guys there. They were eight they, they ran some shots and they just and to watch them run what about against the 2006 like, state. Right. Uh, I mean, but just to watch, you know, those. And, and, I think a and, seven seven eighty was out of the money. And you, oh, that, <laughs> you, and that was when we ran the seven forty seven. Yeah. And you were part that of the. Crazy. I think like a seven eighty was out. You, yeah. you, you were just like have a nice day. Yeah. Now, basically. you know, we all talk about we're all friends, right? And I say this all the time. I'm friends awesome. with you. I'm friends with you from before three man ladder starts. No one's friends with you, Jay. Until uh, we know that. <laughs> but I am friends with you before B-la- three man starts until after buckets. I'm running against you, and you have, like you said, I ain't gonna wear yellow. See, so yeah. let, let me say something really quick. I look at it a little bit differently than that. I don't. I don't think that I'm racing against any team specifically. When we go out there. You're, ba- you're not racing against the team because if you start to do that kind of stuff, no, I, I agree with you. You're racing against, against the clock. Uh, we need you more run your though. best shot of the day that you can run. But you're also and racing. And I, I understand what you're saying, but you're also racing against the team that's running against the clock. I, I totally get what you mean. But at the end of the day, you know yeah. when you're racing at the end of the day. I'm with you on this you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, you want to beat. You want to go out there and beat them. You're like, oh, I want to beat them. There's hey, no way hey, I want to beat them. Someone's missing in the score right now. We're missing the hate factor. I mean, it's a love fest. The last, there is last, a little love factor. But the last there should four be a five love. years is a love fest. Come on. There should Let's be a little hate, hate factor. back in the sport. It's good, to, it's good to have teams that hate each other and, like and, and butt heads and they go, they go for it. In the early 2000s. Yeah. Well, apparently. It brings out the Billy, best in everybody, I think. Billy, everyone hates West Hempstead, I think, right now. I don't think it's, no, I think it's a back. pretty common thing. They kind of hate you. Well, you guys, you guys are. Already the, not so much. You guys are the authority, so it's, I am going to. Just because uh, you're winning doesn't mean they have I to hate you. I am going to say I, you are the authority. I, I, I disagree we've with that. Feeling, we've been feeling like we've been hated a little bit, but, but we you don't know what? But that, but I'm not saying the hated part. Like in general, like Billy's saying, you like need some back in the day when I was running Roslyn, we hated Manhattan, and it sure. was it was just a hate thing. And we want, no matter what we did, we wanted to go beat Manhattan. We wanted to beat the crap out oh, of yeah, you know. So wait, who do you think the most hated team ever was? Ever is? I can't. I'm not going to say that. Gotta be I, gotta be I am not going to say that. And Westboro was always a good, good friends with the 40 Thieves. Well, it's because you guys like shit on fire upstate. Nobody likes it for that. <laughs> Everybody fucking hates Westboro. Oh, that's the language. Kids walk that way. Okay. Anyhow, anyhow, so, so guys, let's. We're gonna start. We're gonna start wrapping it up. 
All right. Um, quickly. Recap. Was the you can't go quickly. So we got in Nassau County. We have uh, we have the West Hempstead Westerns County Point champs fourth year in a row. Yeah. Four. Oh, it's more than that. And they won the Burn. Four. Those like Three years in a row. And, and really, it doesn't mean anything if you don't win the state tournament. Uh, so. You know what, Pat? I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree you a little bit. I disagree it's still with that an, too. It's still an accomplishment. Okay. But we have. We have the Belmont Ball Breakers State uh, County Point Champs in Nassau County. We have the Central Isla Pobos uh, yes, County Point Champs guys. in Suffolk. We have Miller Place Extinguishers, Old Fashioned Champs. And then, sorry guys, um, I'm, we'll go back. We have we had two state tournaments. Miller Place with a dominant performance in the oh, state Old Fashioned. Did we have a uh, state record this year? No. No. First time in a while we haven't had a state record in the tournament. Well, they, actually, uh, Central Isla did break the bucket record, but they had David Miller actually takes care of Central Isla's buckets, and they were a little too big that day. And we have the Henrietta O'Henrys as the Western champs this year. Um, you know, you know what? Why we're going to end this? I really do want to thank our officials. Without our officials, we could not run our sport. Uh, our board members, county and state. You know, the amount of work that's done to prep for these drills and tournaments. You know what? You might not work. agree with any, a lot of stuff, some stuff that they do. It's a lot of work, Jay. They do their job. You know, Billy sat on the board, knows he sat on the rules committee. Yep. You know, the amount of work that's done, I want to thank everyone individually. The media committee, as I said before, we have a fantastic, what we have now with this radio that we're doing is absolutely fantastic. It makes, it takes the sport to a different level. Um, I look forward to seeing uh, Mike Heller, the work you did on this program that's coming up on Discovery on Discovery Channel Canada Speed. You know, we had cameras following us around all things. It's taking this sport to another level, sure. and that's what we need. Um, I just legitimately want to uh, can thank... I, can I just say something? I wanted to finish something with, with, that, with the story with the track. I just <laughs> feel um, we should definitely do something about fixing that track. I mean, to me, it's like... There is something to work. I think what, it's, I think it's a, There is no, 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 no. Oh, I think there we is should definitely clean that track up. And there is stuff in the works on that. I will talk to you. I feel we should definitely have to. I just want to put it <laughs> out there. That's all. I, I, that's hey, that's the, uh, isn't that, that where Elmont, Elmont had their, their yeah, accidents, yeah. right? Talk about I that. think we should yeah, I never have about cleaning that up. And it, I, 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 just, I, felt hey, uh, I felt sad about that track. Just, uh, I was walking with, around. I just felt like, you know. All right. We're going to we're gonna get back to what Jay was saying. Uh, you people listening out there, you've never been on the board. You've never been on the rules committee. There's there's so much work. This is the busy time of the year right now for all these guys. They they travel to Albany three times in the next in the next three months. They get up there. They do all the work that has to get done to make our sport work. And and you really should uh, back these guys. And, and you know what? If you got to race a guy. You got enough. You got enough time. Enough experience. Get on board. Get Help on us the, out. Get Help on us the board. Out get involved. We could really use it. And not just complain. All right, I'm gonna, <laughs> no, I'm gonna, fin- I'm gonna finish this up, Billy. Give me your the whole entire season. How was it this year? I hated the schedule. I, I, I don't think there was a need to change it. We ended up putting, putting too many teams running back to back to back at the end of the season. We, we, we wasted half of June and half of July, and we had to race seven, seven weekends in a row. I'm, I'm hoping we're gonna get back to spreading it out a little bit more. I kind of agree with that. But I'll tell you what, the we're uh, gonna work on that. But the, uh, the the competition got better. Like I'd say, uh, I'd love to see a state title, uh, a state record. Would have been nice this year. Tournament, tournament ran great. I wish a couple teams would have finished in bucket runs. That would have been uh, 
That would have been incredible. But uh, I think the still, state, still tournament, great state tournament was great for the fans. If you were a fan of the sport, awesome. that was a great tournament. That it's not just a runaway with one team. It was. It, I, I think it was a really good tournament for fans. Pat, one word. Give me one word. We'll do it that way so we don't go on. One word of this year's season. Overall, what you watched this year, the quality of the quality of product we put on the track this like year. Like you, Jay, he can't say one word. There's no way I'm going to say one word. <laughs> I think overall the, the schedule was great. I completely disagree with Billy. Okay. Uh, I love the fact that now Nassau and Suffolk race in four tournaments against each other together. Uh, it brings the competition level up. Um, the state tournament, uh, racing in it, I've never been that close to winning. How was that motor pump run? Uh, <laughs> um, so sitting there knowing in buckets, after we ran our bucket shot, that we had a chance to win, I've never had that feeling before, and uh, it, it was awesome. It was, it, was a good, it was a good feeling. So I'm hoping next year that, that I have that same feeling, you know? And... Uh, Really, Chris Murphy does a great job with all of this stuff. Yeah, I don't Chris know if Murphy. he said Chris Murphy. Oh, I did say Chris the guy, Murphy. The guy takes, does really good everything, job, and, and it really brought the sport a long way. We hid in the darkness for a very long time. You know, we hid behind, you know, uh, maybe we're not supposed to be doing this. But, oh. but now it's really coming into light, and, and, and uh, I hope point. it takes off. You know, great I, point, Maybe people before, uh, after us, maybe it'll take off. Maybe my kid will be racing, and people will be really caring about it. Uh, no. You can't say that about Chris Murphy. i got to tell you, a shout-out to Chris Murphy. Thanks thanks for what you do for the sport. Yeah, you did things we disagree on, we butt heads on. Uh, I love the group me conversations. And we, are, we don't butt heads at all, Billy. No, uh, no but we, we, we won't talk about that. All right, no, <laughs> no just yes. finish me up, and i got one last thing, and we're done. My finish thing was the season, at the beginning, I really thought that CI was going to run away with the whole, the whole ball of wax and... Uh, I mean, they're a great team. Don't get me wrong. They are a great team. They're really, really good. But when it came down to the state, it was like almost anybody's game, and I, I thought that was great. I really thought that that, that the sport, the, comp the competition, felt like we were back in 1972 when uh, St. James won with 12 and a half points. It was, yeah. it was just a great end yeah, to, there's to no season. Yeah, there's no way here. St. James. I think next year is going to be even better. But uh, I just want to I want to thank uh, Billy. I want to thank Pat Nose. I want to thank Paul, everyone who was on today, Jack, I want to thank Freddie, thank great Freddy. job today. Freddie's done the best job ever. You know, my, own, my, own, my overall job. thing about this whole entire season, about the sport, I don't care, I love it. I love everything about it. Sport in the world. I, it, there's nothing I'd rather do. I love to spend my summers here. I just want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, Jay, are we doing a radio show upstate, do you know of, Freddie? Are we, uh, most likely, uh, Paulie's going to do the radio show upstate. Which was a fantastic idea last year, Red Carpet Show. But if not, we'll see you next year. Thank Red you very much. We Take appreciate care. it. Please go to the GoFundMe site for Benny. Donate whatever you can. Even if it's $5, guys, just go on the it website. Search it. It helps. You know, one of our guys in need. Thank you very much. I'm Jay Podolsky. Willie Cordo. Patrick Lavin. Tony Lanose. Signing off. You guys have a great day. Enjoy the rest of your winter.